What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar podcast live stream. Oh, that doesn't get old. I love saying it. Anyways, we're on episode 68. I got Tony from the Outsider MTB channel. This is going to be a fun one. He's from SoCal, so we're going to have a little little NorCal SoCal battle or something like that. I don't know. Either way. So the first things first, let's go ahead and run through all this. Do you guys all use Instagram? If, if, if there's anybody that doesn't use Instagram, just let me know in the comments because I don't believe it. Maybe I, I bet it, it seems like there's a split. Like there's like a certain age group that you have to be on Facebook and a certain age group that you can be on both. So I don't know. You guys let me know. Anyways, if you're on there, Facebook or Instagram at Biker B1, that's the that's the that's the place to check it out. You can see all the pictures that I post and um, little little tidbits. And if not, I don't know why you wouldn't do it. It doesn't seem like it's a big deal. Just go over there, hit the button, follow me. That'd be great. I would appreciate it. <laughs> if you enjoy the uh, podcast, like it, please hit the thumbs up button. That does wonders for the the youtube algorithm or something to that effect the subscribe button though is the one i really care about if you guys enjoy this and you want to keep seeing me do this hit the subscribe button because honestly i haven't been seeing a lot of subscribers lately and um if i don't get enough i'm only doing this for this year and if i don't get enough subscribers i'm 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 gonna tank it again because it's a lot more fun sitting on the couch watching, watching football on sundays especially this time of year so Hit the subscribe button, please, and then I will know you guys enjoy this, and then I'll keep I'll keep doing this stuff. If you guys throw up a super chat while you're at it, uh, or while we're at this, you know, um, I don't always get a chance to say thanks, and sometimes I can type one out real quick while I'm talking, but sometimes it doesn't play out that way. So if you guys throw, throw one up, I appreciate it. It really helps the channel. It keeps the beer fridge full. Otherwise, I wouldn't have all this this these beautiful beers that I drank in the background there. It wouldn't be there if it wasn't for guys doing super chats or the sponsors of the show, those guys over there on Patreon. If you um, if you want to join Patreon, it's a buck a month. It's like I say this every week, man. You go to the bar, you buy a beer, you give that bartender a dollar for just pouring your beer. He, sometimes he doesn't even have to pour it. Just open the cap, hands it to you. That's worth a buck. You sit here and listen to this show for two hours every week. That's worth a buck. And if you do that, there's I got coupons on there from the different companies that I've interviewed or that uh, I've worked with, and you, you can save some money too. If you want to really support the channel, you can hit the five dollars spot, and that'll get you a sticker pack as well. I'm working on this new spot, this new tier that's going to be like you get like the boatload box of biker swag, and um, I'm <laughs> it's just taking some time to order it all, and, and this stuff is expensive apparently. Anyways. One of the things that that'll be in there is these these cool uh, biker slap koozies. If you haven't seen them yet, it's like you can just slap that thing on your on your. Whoa, where's the camera at? Wow, right there it is. Slap that thing on on your beer can, or you can put it on the down tube of your bike when you're when you're um, when you're shuttling with your buddies, and it keep your paint from getting scratched. So that's a pretty cool thing. Anyways, let's go ahead and get on with this. We're gonna go ahead and bring Tony on because I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing me just ramble about this stuff so what's up tony what's up robert how are oh, you good good man i'm just uh getting back from riding today oh my god i looked at my strava on the way home and i had 8700 feet almost 8800 feet of climbing this week really and yeah yeah it's just nuts i don't even like I am um, when I first started, and as you know, and some of you guys that are listening might not know, I, I've been doing this weight loss thing. And, and, uh, 
like the first two months I was riding road Monday through Friday and then just mountain bike on the weekends. And then like, I started like, like adding in some, some mountain bike rides during like after the road ride in during the week, like maybe one or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that cause I was like, you know, it's really efficient way to burn a bunch of calories in a day. And then once I got to kind of where I'm at now, where I'm like, I don't really care about the road bike riding as much, just as long as I ride. And, um, so like my mileage has gone way down, but my elevation is like, yeah. (laughs) So the, I've asked this question as someone that doesn't ever road bike. Is it, how is the mental experience? Like I, me, me coming in, like you saying how much you've been road riding versus mountain biking, mountain biking kind of like became like a meditative state for me because like, well, you know, when you're going on a descent, you have to kind of like focus right yeah, like if yeah. you're not focusing you're gonna probably go tv or something uh-huh. on, a, on a on a road ride you're out there for a long time do you get is it boring or do what do you do anything to like it's totally keep boring yourself- <laughs> I, I don't even like <laughs> it at all i honestly don't like it the only reason i do it is because i can walk out my door and we yeah. have this we have this paved trail that follows a river from from sacramento that's where i live to like a neighboring city folsom mm-hmm. and uh it's like 36 miles long so wow. like you can just go over there and you, you, you bang out, you know, 20, 30 miles, whatever it is that you want to do real quick, come home. And then you're like, wow, I burned 1500 calories. That was easy. You, you know what I mean? Where, and I mean, it's better than the gym, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Totally. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, I couldn't, I, oh man, I couldn't do that. Like, you know, those spin classes are pretty fun. I will say like, I, um, I, I, <laughs> I talked a lot of smack to to uh, somebody in my past about doing those until they finally got me to go, and I was like, oh, "Okay, those are pretty fun." But I couldn't imagine just like, I don't know, you just go in and like walk on a treadmill or yeah. Or I used or- to do it. I used to be a gym guy, and I actually signed up for the gym before the pandemic just because I wanted to start getting some weights and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was kind of dreading it, and I remember go back when I used to go to the gym a lot. I it was always like. The motivating factor was terrible. Mm-hmm. You were bored. I would have to listen to podcasts, but like yeah. still, yeah, it's just I feel like it's like the time you just can't wait to get out of there every time I was there. Was just, <laughs> no, like, just counting minutes, please, like it's at work or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would do when I went to the gym, I didn't usually do cardio there. Uh, once mm-hmm. in a while, like I would do those uh the the spin class or something like that. For the most part, though, I didn't do any cardio because it would be like I would run at lunch or ride bikes yeah. or something like that. So it's always been like do cardio outside. And if I went mm-hmm. to the gym, you know, it would be mostly just kind of like do a workout really quick. Yeah. And, I feel like and, I was kind of forced to, I was like, I, I came from the East coast to so the winter. is just like a black hole. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where are you from back East? Uh, Connecticut. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Or, I grew up in Connecticut and I re- I moved back out here about seven years ago. So, so yeah. When he said the beginning, You've been here yeah. more than once then, huh? Yeah. it's. <laughs> Let's get into short, it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the short story is I grew up in Connecticut. I'll give you my, I'll give you like my 30 second life story. <laughs> Dude, we got like two hours, man. You can take it. Right, <laughs> it's kinda, I feel like it's kind of interesting. So yeah, I'm from, yeah. Uh, I'm from Connecticut. Originally grew up there and uh-huh. I grew up skateboarding. That was my uh-huh. life. Uh, my mom actually owned a skateboard park in Connecticut called the playground. Oh, I was like this cool. skate bar, skate rat, you know, right. And I uh, ended up getting sponsored after high school. I uh, got sponsored by a company called foundation. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, they were like, you can come on this tour. We're going to, we have two vans. They're going to pick you up or you could 
follow your plans because I had I was going to go to college and I mm -hmm. basically was like screw college I'll go back someday yeah. I'm never going to have this opportunity again that sounds yeah weird. so I mean I got picked <laughs> up by this van of like all of my superhero you know pros from back in the day like uh -huh. Jamie Thomas and all these guys from three different companies and threw me in the van it was with when like before Jackass but Bam was on the team it was like yeah, that yeah. whole era Oh, and I just cool. got sucked into that world and we went on a two month tour and they were like, come move to California. And that was, that. that's what became my life for four years in the nineties. I was a nineties kid, but oh, yeah. it was crazy. I mean, the house <laughs> situation was a skate house, your typical skateboard career house, like yeah. drink party, wake up, go skate, come back, do the same thing. All the days blend together, kind of like right. the pandemic here. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it was like one of those situations where I'll fast forward a little bit. It was like, uh, you know, living that rock star lifestyle, traveling around the world. And then I had an injury to face. I tore mm -hmm. all the ligaments in my ankle right before I was about to turn, like, actually get pro in a contest. And I was uh -huh. in the semifinals and moved back to California. I was sitting on the couch for a year, um, oh, not doing wow. anything, watching the the days go by and I missed the video part uh -huh. and you know I'll be I'll just get raw with you like a lot of the people that I was living with we moved to West Hollywood uh they got some money drinking uh -huh. partying too much and I was like yeah kind of saw the writing on the wall and moved back to Connecticut to get my life get, together get I guess together. or, figure, yeah, dude, I know or like figure figure out what to do I always said like hey when skateboarding isn't paying the the bills or like and it's time I was like 24 and I was hurt for over a year and ankle wasn't getting that strong so i was like mm -hmm. i'm gonna go back and figure it out but when i moved back to connecticut i thought i was gonna get my life together but ended up doing is just like slipping back into party mode because hey right. what else do i have to do yeah no, <laughs> it took me crazy. a few years yeah yeah so i went back to school eventually got a journalism degree and then hit up my contacts back out here in california from the skate days uh -huh. like, hey college journalism degree you don't have you need a guy with a journalism degree i've been doing social media i've been writing and I come from skateboarding. How many people can offer that? And they're like, move back out here. Right. So I sold everything I owned and drove back out here and kind of been here since, I guess. Oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Dude. Not a lot of mountain biking in that story yet, but that's kind of the gist. Dude, of it, it happens, man. You yeah. know, I came to California because I wanted to be a rock star. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah. Where yeah. are you from? I'm actually from Pennsylvania. So dude, I didn't know I'm a back Easter too, man. Like, and, uh, I had I had came out here right before I graduated high school because I was I was doing <laughs> I was living the party life in high school and, yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, and I came out here and then I I um I joined the military and while I was in the military it was like you know I played guitar and sang enough to like get hook up with the ladies you know and yeah. uh, and uh, I was like you know there's this some schools back here that do like audio engineering kind of stuff like that. So you could like record like artists and stuff. And it's like, I'm going to go back and go to school for that. And then I'm going to, you know, work on having a band and we'll see how that plays out. And long story short, eh, here I am, you know, an it guy on YouTube, right? <laughs> <laughs> All, whatever we've done in our lives up until now led us to this point, Robert. Right? Talking to, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. Like when you think about things, like it, it's just, uh, it's always interesting to hear people's stories, like how how they end up where wherever they do. So, yeah. Uh, what, what do you miss about home, man? Uh, I'll tell you what I don't miss is the winter, but what yeah, I, I do miss. miss I will say this: when I first moved to California, I didn't miss this, but now I do. I miss the weather, like yeah. the the rain, and uh -huh. like I used to get annoyed with with like 
switching like the weather mode of like, what can I do tomorrow? Like, is uh -huh. it going to be thunderstorms? I miss things like that. Those uh -huh. are like the exterior things I miss, but I also miss the pizza and food and stuff like yeah. that. You know, I miss the my family's food. My, oh, dude, yeah. Dude, pizza, nobody out here knows even knows what Stromboli is. Do they have Stromboli up where you're at? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Italian, so I grew up in an Italian house. I, my mom used to make that stuff. Oh That's yeah. Why I heard man. the channel always joke about meatballs because they come from my mom's meatballs. But, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, funny. I miss the food for sure. Yeah, for me, like Italian food back home is like super cheap too. So it was like I left home and you could get like a large pizza with two toppings delivered to your house for like six bucks. Yeah. And that was like a really freaking good pizza. And I yeah. came out here and it was like, my friends were like, let's go get pizza. I'm like, all right, sweet. We go. And we like went the round table and it's like, first <laughs> of all, this stuff tastes like crap. And yeah. they charged me like $35 for it. It was like, what mm -hmm. is going on here? I had a so, similar experience with California pizza kitchen. It's yeah. fine, but it's not like, you know, back home, like you just said, you get a $6 pizza from a mom and pop Italian right. place. It's like the original recipe from Italy, right. you know, like that's right. the pizza you again. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally. different. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely always miss the, like when I go home, I pretty much eat Stromboli almost every day for like mm. three or four days straight. And then I'm like, all right, I think I got my fill. So yeah, they're, it's heavy though. The food is heavy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't mess around. The thing yeah. that's funny about, I don't know, I would imagine it's the same where you live. Like when I go home, like nothing has changed at all. Yeah. Like the, yeah. like, like there is still a, a, like a sub shop on that corner. And maybe now instead of it being called like Pam's, it's called Joe's, you, you know <laughs> what I mean? But it's still a sub shop, you yeah. know? And it's like, totally. It, it, it's funny. Cause I go, this doesn't really happen anymore, but years ago when I would go home, I would see people at like the local pub and it felt like I was in a movie or something. Like everybody's still at the same bar. It's all <laughs> still kind of living like the high school dream. Like uh, everybody kind of in high school kind of married each other. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's always, it's always interesting but i get that like nostalgia for like a week and then i'm like okay cool i'm ready to go like yeah there nice was a point but there was a point in time where i was like you know what screw california i'm i'm tired i'm tired of spending all this money i'm gonna yeah. go back there and and it's gonna be great because it's so much cheaper and i like went home to visit and like the main street through town speed limit is 25 miles an hour <laughs> and and like the city i live in is not like a little tiny city either and i'm like i drive this fast in my driveway like, yeah. like I can't handle it. Nope. I'm, I'm apparently, I'm a Californian now. So yeah, me too. I think yeah. so. I, I mean, I would be open to moving, but it would have, now I'm like, so mountain bike, it's focused. I would have, it would have to be somewhere within some kind of culture or scene. My, my wife is a swimsuit designer. So mm -hmm. we're kind of like, I see forced to live in Southern California. Like it's a bad thing. It's beautiful yeah, right. here. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like if I, it, like, like, I've been traveling so much. There's so many places now that I'm like would be open to where before I didn't even know about, you know, yeah, like yeah. see. but yeah, I do love California. Yeah. You know, I, I really, really like, like this place geographically. I don't agree with all of the the policies and stuff, but uh, geographically it's like probably, I, I, I love it here. The weather's good. Mm -hmm. There's like everything that I want to do, you know, but yeah. um we've been talking about maybe moving out, out of the state. And cause my daughter is about to graduate from high school. My son has mm -hmm. been out of the house for a couple of years now. And it's like, yeah, we could go anywhere, Yeah, you know? And the first thing that comes to mind is exactly like what you said. It's like, okay, well, where is the, like, how's the writing? Yeah. You know, you have and, a spot, like, when you're saying that, is there a spot that you have in mind that you're thinking about? There's a couple of spots we had talked about. Um, and I think the ones that get the most traction was, was we talked about Texas just because of like 
the like there's a lot of it stuff it industry down there and mm -hmm. you can get into the austin area and you can still have like some pretty decent riding it's not it's no california that as far yeah. as the riding goes but and then the other one that that probably has the most traction is idaho mm -hmm. because it's like they have light winters you know if you're like in boise you can drive to the snow sort of like how it is here in, in norcal mm -hmm. for me you know like so if you want to ski you can still do that and then there's a, a boatload of riding so it's like yeah hmm. and then like one. to me like maybe colorado you know mm -hmm. i feel I, like that, it's on every rider's list for right sure. like, right because the winners are a little harsh though right yeah oh, see no. that's the thing i don't want to i don't want to get into that you know i don't want to mm -hmm. get into like like i where I live up here, I mean, I don't know exactly how the weather is down where you're at down south, but I, I, my assumption is mostly warmer. And like yeah. maybe once or twice a year, I'll walk outside up here and have to like scrape my windows. Okay. And, you know, and when that happens, I'm like, it reminds me of home and it's like, I get that weird twitch and I'm like, nope, mm -hmm. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I, remember, I remember what this is like. Yeah, yeah. totally. I couldn't I'm say not, out of mind until you have it right there. Like I have right? all these memories of, yeah, scraping my ice off my windshield <laughs> for two hours and running the car for an hour. Right. I'm like <laughs> such a procrastinator and like, like I am not one of those people that wakes up early in the morning and like, is like, oh, I'm, I'm like, like waiting to go to work, you know, like yeah. I'm like, like dragging my feet on everything. So like the thought of getting up and then having to like dig my driveway out so that I could pull my car out. Like mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, no, this no. Is, this I've actually, I remember actually calling out of work for that before. Yeah. To get. Like, I'm Just I looked at it, I was like, no, I'm not going to do this for right now. <laughs> a half day or something. <laughs> sometimes it's not, it's nasty, right? You're from Pennsylvania. Sometimes you wake up, it's like two feet. Yeah. Like if there's not a plow coming, this is going to take me half the right. day anyway. Like you get well, the driveway. Where I live in like, um, in PA is just like, uh, some winters could be super light, you know what I mean? It would like snow a couple of times, a couple of inches enough to like be like, Oh, it looks great. You know? Yeah. And then uh, maybe go sledding or something like that, you know? And then, uh, but then there's some winters where it's just like, just dumps on you all, all yeah. winter. And you're like, this is stupid. I'm done. Yeah. It feels different. Those, those winters are crazy. Yeah. Right? You just feel like you're stuck in the house. Like if it wasn't for video games for a couple of years there, I would have been like, <laughs> what am I even doing? Like, right. <laughs> right. Totally. So how'd you go from, from skateboarding into mountain biking then? So like, mm -hmm. so where, where, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Uh, in Connecticut, I kind of got introduced to it. I worked at like a shop during college called Action Sports and mm -hmm. uh, they had mountain bikes and my good friend, Rich, um, it's like, take any rentals you want. Let's go out and ride. He got me into it. Riding in Connecticut is extremely different than it is here. It's definitely like flat, rocky, more cross country style. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I kind of just got into it. I wasn't like skateboard into it. You know, it was kind of mm -hmm. a hobby on the side. Um, but when I came out here is when it really took shape for me, like the, the, I don't know how to explain it, like, like pedaling up for 30 minutes and getting a descent had something I had never experienced before in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Like there's mountains out here and, and valleys and things where I had a whole different experience. And I started to get that rush that I was getting from skateboarding, like that, mm -hmm. like drop into a ramp and here we go. Yeah. And at the yeah. same time I was kind of getting older and even though I worked in the skate industry, I wasn't able to do the things I used to do when I was younger. Like I'm not jumping down handrails anymore. My brain says yes. My body says hell no. So, right. you know, like that type of mentality. And I started to realize like, Hey, I'm kind of getting that same feeling from 
mountain biking that I missed in these mm -hmm. years. And I just kind of slowly realized I was like hooked and mm -hmm. my skateboard passions transferred over to mountain biking. I, I mean, I'll always be a skater kind of first cause that's yeah. like doing it for 30 years or something. But right. now like the way I used to think about skating and watching skate videos is turned into like watching mountain biking videos and watching, you know, our channels yeah. and stuff like that. So I guess it slowly happened. But one day I realized I'm like, this is what I do now, you know? Right. Like, right. I've always been yeah. a biker. I've always been a biker. So like, I was like BMX when I was younger. And then mm -hmm. like I, I mountain biked with my mom was dating this guy that was into mountain biking, like back in the nineties. And like, so I would go mountain biking with him and all his friends. They were like, you know, whatever, mid thirties or something. And, and uh, so that was like what I did on the, the weekends with them. And then I would like, you know, ride around the BMX bike, you know, jumping off of stairs and knocking yeah. people's trash cans over and stuff, <laughs> you know, like all that stupid stuff. And then yeah. uh, I did skate for a little bit, I think when I was in like middle school and I, like I could never Ollie. So I was like, apparently yeah. I need to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I think skating, skating is one of those things that it's, if you get, if you dabble into it, you're going to hate it. But if you commit to it, you'll eventually yeah. it'll grow on you. It's like a, like coffee or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, but like, did you notice from BMX days? Cause I did that too. Um, when I started riding, I started to like those like little um, balance points and things still mm -hmm. were that there kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, totally. yeah, but like those like memory resets, like, oh, I remember this feeling like going off a curb cut felt like a little jump here and there. And yeah. it was like, help, it was helpful. I was watching, um, who was it the other day? I think, oh, Jeff Kendall weed. He was mm -hmm. doing this uh this thing on like teaching somebody how to jump or something. I don't remember exactly what the point of the video was, but he started explaining like bump jumping. And um and like I was listening to him explain it and it was like, yeah, I do that all the time, but like I didn't really think about like how I do it. I'm like I'm mm -hmm. not a, obviously, I mean you've seen my channel. I don't I don't do like, hey, this is how to ride a bike, because like I can't explain it. Like my my way of explaining it would be like, dude, just hit it and then jump. You know, like, <laughs> just, like, just go. Yeah, like, like yeah, bounce no, right off mean. of there, dude. You'll be good. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. like so. Like he was explaining it, and as he was explaining the bump jump, I was like, yeah, like the way that I learned that was from riding BMX. Was like, you know, when you're going down the street, and there's like that little bend of the sidewalk from where somebody's driveway was. If you hit that, you could like pop way up in the air, you know. Yeah. And it was like. I didn't really think of it as like a thing, you know, until I was watching his video and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's what you do. You yeah, know, like, like, there's, there's things like that, right? Like the thing that you took for granted yeah. and is for some people not right. Like that's yeah. kind of like a, a skill set that you brought with you that you took for granted. Not that you took for granted a bad way, yeah. but like you just had with you yeah, and yeah. you kind of skipped that one. That's kind of cool. It, have you taken anybody? I mean, you're a pretty, pretty solid rider at this point. Have you taken anybody new out lately? Um, I feel like I'm going to name drop right now. And yeah, no, the, go ahead. This is the person. Uh, I started riding a little bit with Henry Golding. So oh, okay. I live in SoCal area. Mm -hmm. Do you know who that is? He's like the guy that was in Crazy Rich Asians, the lead guy there. He was in the movie, The Gentleman with oh, right that Richie movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, he lives here and he started watching, he got in mountain biking. So I took him under my wing and I have mm -hmm. a video with him, but I was riding with him for uh, a couple months. And I was yeah. kind of like, it was kind of like one of those things where I didn't know who he was. And then yeah, I like showed the picture to my wife and she was like, 
that guy wants to go riding with you? Oh my God. And she like turned red, like super crush or something. Yeah, that's but, totally me, dude, with any professional mountain biker, dude. They'll be like, dude, yeah. that was Richie Rude. And I was like, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I didn't <Yeah>. know that. <laughs> or like, it, yeah. So, I mean, he was like super cool and he was, he wanted to learn. And that's what I love uh -huh. about him. He didn't want to just, he came with a, with a specialized, great bike and everything, yeah. asking the right questions. And here's the, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. so into it for two months constantly texting and talking and riding every few days and then uh -huh. he just kind of like didn't ride anymore and i'm oh, still no. trying to still trying to figure it out like we yeah. talk still on instagram and stuff but uh, -huh. uh he just uh he's probably not watching now but yeah. he, he uh he and, and i'm wondering and I'm, and I'm bringing this up because i'm wondering how many people do that where they get really stoked on whether it's mountain biking or something else and then they just kind of move on and maybe it's just a phase. I'm not really sure what it is, but for me, it was hard to describe, hard to understand because I love mountain biking so much. I was like, I can't imagine getting into this thing and mm -hmm. then not really being into it anymore. But like, you know, it could be like anything, like maybe life takes over. Or something, yeah. Some, know, people like, are, some people do that though, too. They just like juggle like, like their, their side hobbies. Like I'm, a, I'm yeah. so like an all in kind of person mm -hmm. where it's like, I just don't have time to do anything else. That's like, kind of how. Yeah, I, I totally hear where you're coming from. Like the main that. reason I was asking that, though, was because when you take somebody new out, you realize how much you have taken for granted. Like, okay. th there's yeah. like so much, like so many trails that I, I'll take somebody on and it'll be like, oh, they're a new rider. Okay, well, there's like two technical sections. And then I'm riding the trail with them. And now I'm actually thinking about it while I'm riding with them. And I'm like, this whole trail is all effed up. You know, yeah. like, like, <laughs> like there's two spots that are really hard yeah. <laughs> and yeah. everything else is still pretty bad for somebody that doesn't know how to like really ride, <laughs> you know, it's like, and in my head I was like, oh yeah, this is an easy one. So yeah, I always totally. like, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually happened with him where yeah. I was like, yeah, we're just going to go down this little steep section here. Just whatever. This is just the roller <laughs> to get into the gnarlier section. And yeah. he was looking at me like, so this is the entrance? Like, <laughs> yeah. same thing you said. I'm like, yeah, you just go down here and you snap right. And he's like, <laughs> I'm going to walk this part and then go. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So like, my lady's like, she rides too, but she's like way better at knowing like the difficulty level of the trail. So like, I have to just run it by her. I'm like, this is where I'm going to take them. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, well, but, but, and then I'm like trying to sell it to her. I'm like, no, 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 it's not that bad. And she's like, yeah, Rob, I've ridden this trail. Like, I know what you're talking about. No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm getting no, better. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. That's why it would be tough. I feel like to teach or be a guide full time. Like, you know, I make trail guides and try to give people a heads up, but like mm -hmm. taking someone actually out because of where our skill level is, how many years we've been doing it, yeah, is totally not really transferable to how you think yeah. something is easy yeah. to where you first started. Yeah, who, everybody's starting point is different, right? Like if you have no any and no experience on a bike, mm -hmm. that's less than where we started because we at least had BMX, right? So yeah, yeah. it's hard to really take your brain to that area because you don't know what that yeah. person is comfortable with right off the bat. Yeah, and it's just like, uh... It's just interesting, you know, it's like they, as a new person, we, we've had a few people this year that we've helped get into the sport. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so it's really been eye opening to me. Like, like I'm like not even thinking about telling them how to break because I just assume, you know, how to stop, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or like, which one to press. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, and, and, you know, or they're super nervous that they're going to pull the front one too much. And, you know, right. so it's like, so 
if you like take a step back and you think about, okay, that's just breaking. Now they're also thinking about trying to pedal. Now they're also mm -hmm. trying to think about how to change this freaking gear. Thank God it's yeah. only like the rear derailleur now, right? Yeah. Otherwise it would have been the front and the back, you yeah. know, but, but Hey, we took away the front derailleur, but guess what? We're going to throw in a dropper too. You, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Say. So it's just like, you got a seat going up your butt and you're trying yeah, to go down yeah. the hill. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's just like, it really made me like really like kind of start to notice like how much that I truly take for granted. Like, like mm -hmm. when you're going through a technical section that's super fast and, and you're just like throwing the bike around, like you're pushing yeah. the handlebars forward to pop over this, but you're putting your weight back like this. And then you're, then you're, then you're pumping through this little section. So you don't have to pedal cause you don't want to hit any rocks. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just like all this little stuff that you're doing, and you're like not even thinking about it. Like the, the yeah. only thing that you're really thinking about is like, don't die, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Yeah. The, you know, I will, I will say this though. There are times like, um, you know, too, from riding over the years, there are times when you get to the bottom of a trail, like for me, a big thing was turning, right? Like making mm -hmm. sure your feet were this and this, and you're yeah, transferring yeah. your weight properly. Like I'll go through a flow trail or something and I'll be snapping the turns really fast and keeping the speed and actually gaining speed for the, through pumping. Yeah. And I'll come to the end of that sometimes and I'm like, wow, I remember I didn't know how the hell to do that. But now those things are so automatic where you're like, you get a little appreciation for, for yeah. where you like, you get like that moment of realization where your skill set is now versus like two years ago. Those little I, things pop yeah. in and kind of nice, you know? I don't know what it was in this last like probably like two years I mean, maybe it has something to do with starting the channel or something. And, and, and actually like, I think maybe that's what it is. Cause when I started the channel before I started the channel, I mean, I rode still probably every weekend, but I just like rode the same stuff all the time. Yeah. So it wasn't like, wasn't like I was really like pushing my like skill set. It was like, just get faster on the same trip. Like you're going to do that. If you like keep riding the same four places over and over again. Totally. And then it'd be like, you know, once every couple of months we'd go somewhere big, you know, and do a big day trip or something. But mm -hmm. it wasn't like, like it is now where it's like, I mean, I'm, I, I don't even know, you know, I could be in like hundreds of miles away from each ride from day to day. You, you, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. And for some reason in the last couple of years, like my skill set has just like totally changed. And I'd like something like that, what you were saying about dropping the pedal on the corners and stuff like I didn't do that before either, you know, mm -hmm. and it was only in the last few years where it was like, maybe it's just because I was riding with better people or, you, you know what I mean? So you're like doing things to try to keep up or maybe it's because you're on camera now and you're like, don't want to look like a putz, you know, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I actually had this conversation with, with my buddy yesterday when we were riding. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, over the last couple of years, it's just like, there's a section of the trail called the confluence up here in Auburn that, that I, I, it's like a downhill trail. So it was like when we would go, when I rode, you know, regular, regular dude, no, no channel like that would, we probably came down that in like nine minutes. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's when we were like, dude, we were hauling balls, man. That was awesome. You know, and now yeah. I'm like, like sub six shooting for like 530. You, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, that is tremendously faster on us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's minutes. Yeah. Uh, downhill trail, that's huge. Yeah. And I thought, I, you know, and the thing is, is like, no matter how fast you're going, you think that's fast at the time. You, right. you know what I mean? But like, like there is, I, I would look at like somebody's like on time on Strava back then and be like, 
who is doing yeah. that? Like, yeah. how are they doing that? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm going as fast as I can go. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and like, and even now, I mean, there's still guys that are like a minute or so faster than where I'm at. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what they're doing to get another minute out of yeah. it. Like, I feel like there's like no more speed to be had, but apparently. Yeah. I mean, I love thinking about stuff like that because think about those minutes that you cut, you, you cut off. Like those yeah. are just automatic skill progression points that you don't even think about anymore. Like it's the, it's the way you're turning. It's the way you're yeah. putting your weight on the bike. It's the way your confidence is like. You haven't noticed it, and I haven't noticed it because it's such a slow, gradual yeah. thing over time, right? But when you see those time differences, you fill in the blanks. You're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, there's definitely yeah. – you're a different rider now than you used to be, you know? Yeah, there was a day – there was actually a video on my channel where I rented – we rented these uh, giant trance bikes, and it was like I, I expected it to be like this because it was like a low-end bike, you know? And I, I was – um originally, I wanted to go try some Yeti, and the shop didn't have it, and this other shop had these, like, bottom of the line giant trance for like 30 bucks or something like that to rent so i was like whatever let's go do this and it ended up being like a super fun bike like way playful and mm-hmm. that day me and my buddy got like right around seven minutes on the confluence and we were just like holy crap yeah. dude it was so fast and like it took me like a while until i was like trying to beat that time until i actually started beating it and mm-hmm. now it's like I come to that trail like on my hardtail and I'm like, oh, I'm going to take it easy today. I'm not even going to try. You know, I'm just I'm just having fun. And it's like, yeah, that, that's a seven minute run. You know, oh, yeah, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's crazy. You know, it, it's just interesting how, how the, the stuff changes over time. So so totally. what did um what what possessed you then along the way of learning mountain biking to decide to start doing YouTube? Um. So this, the, the short story is like I started, I got a Rilo 360 for uh, for my work and, I, mm-hmm. and it had the stabilization in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if I just bring this on mountain bike ride? So I, I did, you know, you, you remember the Rilo originally, it didn't really look that good. It's kind of like, you yeah, know, yeah. Put it up YouTube. But it was still fun. It had stabilization. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about GoPros or gimbals or anything back then. So I just would wear it on rides and I would like make these little videos and talk to my wife and, and to my dog Pip. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like make my wife watch them at night uh-huh. because I didn't know I was like learning iMovie and like putting these things together and she'd yeah. be watching them. And she, at first she thought it was funny. And then after right. like a couple of weeks, she's like, I can't watch these anymore, Tony. Right. You're going to have to do something else. Like, <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, let's try this thing. Like I would just, then I just started making them for YouTube, came up with the idea for the channel. It was based originally just Coralie on uh specifically on trail guides in SoCal and that's uh-huh. kind of how it started. So I would go to my local trails, talk to the camera, kind of like mm-hmm. every, all you guys were doing in BKXC just making videos. And then slowly from there, it just progressed into what it yeah. is today. Yeah. I just, it was started as an experiment and it became a real thing and people started watching it probably like for you, you're, you're like all of a sudden people start watching your videos and you're like, they like yeah. this, I guess. Like, Do you watch your old it. ones ever? You ever go back and look oh. at them? They make yeah, you cringe. Some, they they always do. Yeah. I don't understand I how I got any subscribers. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, like, cause yeah, I mean, it's always and you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna be looking at the videos that I'm making now and probably think yeah. the same thing. Maybe not as cringy, but like in yeah. a year from now, I'll be learning. I don't know how much your editing right. will change or something, but yeah, I mean, even like the way I'm editing back then, like I'm like, there's so much dead time between I'm yeah. talking and just like 
Yeah. Audio is all, I mean, hey, we all start that, somewhere, right? That's the one thing I try to tell people when they start, dude. Just cut everything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Even if, and when you think you're done, keep yeah, cutting. Cut it some more. <laughs> Just cut, cut. Yeah. Like when I watch my old videos, that's probably the thing that goes through my mind the most is like, should have cut there, should have cut there, yeah. should have cut there. Oh, oh, wow. You should have cut there. You yeah. know, like totally. You know, it's actually funny. Like, I feel like this only happened six months ago or maybe a year, maybe it was a year ago now. Um, Paul, he's had on your mm -hmm. channel, Paul Pundry, he gave me some advice one time. He said, kill your babies. And it was when I was doing these this intro where I would like put music to like me driving to the trail in the Rilo and have, uh, you know, this like 30 second opening. And I was like, you don't know, I, I kind of love editing that thing. And I love the way that Rilo looked. But then huh. I realized like, oh my God, yeah. Get to the action, Tony. Like, what are you doing? You're like procrastinating for a full two minutes before your video even starts. And it was like, yeah. Since I did that, I feel like the video just clicks and moves, moves so, so much more smoother right to the content. You know, yeah, like, yeah, little yeah, things sure. like that, like from from you guys or from like I don't know, people that have had channels. Like those things are really helpful and like help to shape. I think from experience, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I hear you. Actually, I was watching this interview from Mr. Beast the other day. I don't know if you, do you ever watch his channel. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one of the things he was saying. He's like, start your video out and just tell people what you're gonna what you're gonna yeah. see. And when he said that, it was funny because like that's kind of how I start my videos. Like I'm always like, hey, I'm in Auburn today. I'm gonna mm -hmm. do the biggest ride I've ever done. And then it yeah, like, my little intro is like you know five seconds long, and then boom, you're getting to the the story. Yeah. But um, yeah. and he was he's like he's like it just helps so much more because you you're letting people know what they're about to watch, yeah. like like they click the thumbnail they kind of have an idea and then mm -hmm. you let them know and then 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 you go from there and those things though you know you don't learn it without like yeah. doing like making the mistakes like like mm -hmm. I've had a lot of people that I that I that I've you know tried to help along the way with YouTube and and there's some advice that you give that they just don't understand until like, you know, they've done it some for some time. Like I was thinking about that, even with myself, there was like some advice that I've gotten, you know, where it was like, like, this is a good example. What do you make videos about? You just got to tell a story, you know? And I would tell people that too, at a per certain point, like, yeah, you got to just make sure you tell a story. But I didn't realize what that really meant until like down the road, like to me at the time, like when I was hearing people tell that, I would be like, yeah, the story is I went out, I got on my bike and we rode. And then anything that funny happened along the way, I put in there and then we finished the ride. And then that was the story. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, that's not the story. You know, the story is yeah. like, like, Hey, I got this new bike and I want to tell you about it. And here we're on this trail or, Hey, yeah. I, I have never freaking beat five minutes up this hill or what you know what i mean and, and that's yep. what i'm trying to do today you know like those are the stories not the like and and at the beginning you know and i think too like the mountain bike youtube world has changed you know in the last you know few years at least since i've been doing it like when i first started like you're right bkxe like he was he was you know just go out ride a bike and that's it yep. you know and, yep. and that's kind of what, on, right yeah. and that's what single track sampler was doing so that's kind of what we all did we were like okay right, well, right. Pro that dude just quit his job so i guess that's gonna work you know yeah i'm gonna do that too you know and uh yeah so, and then next thing you know you know but i don't know to, to circle back around to it all it's like after i go through all of that though it, it always like come back to that those original videos, they weren't done well, but people, mm -hmm. people still subscribed. So it's like, there's something there 
that I kind of joke around with, you know, some of us other creators where it's like, you know, all that time that we spend like dialing in the freaking color correction or whatever, like people don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a subtle thing. I get it. And then some people, some people do, but like most importantly, yeah. and you're right. Like some of the, some of my most viewed videos are those that are still getting those, those views. Yeah. Right. So, and they're being watched. So there's something about them that some people find is special, same as you. Like, yeah. and you know, and, and I hate to get to our own horns, but maybe it's like us, like just being ourselves. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's yeah. what I feel like. That's what a lot of it is, is us trying to be vulnerable and trying to be ourselves and trying to be, you know, as true to ourselves as we can and bring these, bring everybody along for that ride and talk yeah. about mountain biking and school progression and all those things. But at the end of the day, Hey, we're the ones that are kind of like you're, you're hanging out with. So if we yeah. suck, then you're not going to watch us. Yeah. If, we're, we're, if we're dicks or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Know, totally. Like, like <laughs> yeah, some of it's not even personality though. I mean, there, there's like, you know, just it's some of it, I guess is just like making good videos, you know, because yeah, I, I had that conversation with, with another friend the other day too, where he was like, Oh, I could never do YouTube. I'm not like animated like you are. And I'm like, dude, I know some guys that got some pretty badass channels and you never see them. They just do voiceover. And it's yeah. like, they're just explaining, you know, it's like, like Savant who is who I was thinking about, you know, like mm -hmm. Savant has, I think he still has more subscribers than me. And like, you never see him. Like, I don't think his face has been on any of his videos. You, you know what I mean? It's like, and, and he's and he's always voiceover. It's always like yeah. calm, cool, collected. Yeah. You, you know what yeah, I mean? He's got one of those ASMR voices. Like, right, right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't need to be the freaking loud guy to be like popular on YouTube. You know, you right, can be, true. you can be whatever you want. Just make good videos. You mm -hmm. know? Totally, so, man. Kind yeah, of provide, provide like, a, like you said, a story or like be informative. You can learn yeah. something from his videos too. Like they're fun to watch. And like, he's always kind of like adding some kind of yeah. informative feature. Like, oh, okay. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. He was the first subscriber on my channel that wasn't one of my friends. No way. Yeah. He was an early one to me too. When he, when yeah. he subscribed and he commented, I was like, hyped. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Thanks. I totally thought me? he was a troll. I was like, this guy. <laughs> he was like, great video, man. And I was like this guy's full of it. He's just saying that like, when, when's he going to ask me for my credit card? You know? <laughs> yeah. Where's the pitch? Where's the, where's the rub? Right. This is, this is not happening. I don't believe it. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of crazy, you know, and it, it's over time. The, yeah. The, the, the channels have, have definitely been, how, how has it changed your life? Oh, dude. Like, I don't even know. I, I always say it in my channel, like subtly, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I go, how does it change my life? I mean, I'll be just completely honest. Right now, it's completely changed my life because I am trying to go full time. So uh -huh. I, I'll just. I used to work. I was been at Etnies for a couple of years. I was at this company mm -hmm. called Soul Technology. Uh, I was a marketing manager for the skate brand called America. I moved over to Etnies. Mm -hmm. Yada yada. Got laid off in the pandemic on April, mm -hmm. which is totally fine. Millions of other people, other people yeah. did too, and I'm okay. But um, it was like the same time that the channel was gaining like thousands of subscribers per month. And I was like, well, maybe this is a blessing and I'm going to make a run for it. Mm -hmm. So I was like laid off. And then now since this probably may I've been going all in and focusing all my energy on the channel. And mm -hmm. so as far as changing my life right now, literally it's changed my life because I'm putting so much effort into the channel as if it is my job and it has mm -hmm. become that. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm right now kind of paying the bills in a way from the channel. And, mm -hmm. and I'm looking at this as a possible, possible, Future. Yeah. Um, I have a big announcement next week on the channel. I have a yeah. first 
official uh, bike sponsor. It's a it's a oh, bike brand that's never sponsored a YouTuber before. It's one of my favorite brands that I went after. So if you awesome. kind of know who that is. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep my yeah. mouth shut. Um, but yeah, like things like that are happening, you know, and like around, uh, you know, in Southern California and California in general, like everywhere I go, people recognize mm -hmm. me, which is completely bizarre to me that yeah. that happens. But I'm super appreciative. Like, dude, like getting that appreciation in person is amazing. I mean, I'm sure you get that same thing, yeah. right? Like when you're out there, like people are like, Robert. oh, yeah, especially dude, when like, I'm like, like that Auburn, you know, that's my most local spot that I ride a lot. You know, that's mm -hmm. like the go to like. I don't know where to go. Let's go to Auburn. You, you know what I mean? And like, so I've had a, a boatload of videos recorded out there. So pretty much anybody that lives in this area has probably looked up a video for Auburn. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And they've watched one of mine. So it's like, I go out there and it's just like easily 10 people almost every ride. You, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Where they're yeah. like, so it, so you it's know, like, right? you know, like at first, isn't it weird? Like you don't you're like you're it's shocking. And now yeah. like you go and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to meet some people today. It's kind of yeah. fun. Like, yeah. You, yeah. No, it's totally cool, man. Like the one that got me around is one day I was on a plane and I'm walking down the aisle and some dude said, like, what's up, biker? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, did that just happen? That really just happened. <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool, man. And I, I, I can understand. I can understand how like people um, like really famous people like get to a point where they're like, man, I just want to get away from all of this, you know, because sometimes like I will go to a spot, you know, and some days like maybe you're not feeling like great in your your headspace and you just want to go out and like, like, yeah. like get some single track therapy. And you're like, I remember there was a, a ride that I went to and I was like, I hope nobody sees me. Yeah. Or you're just feeling antisocial that day, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, on your own on your on your yeah. own ride. But then yep. I feel like an asshole because I'm like, dude, seriously? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, but like, you, you have to kind of put try. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, but sometimes, like, sometimes I'm, I'm like, um, I'm in that mindset. Sometimes I'm like, let's just ride together. But sometimes I just don't want to. Like, I want to say yeah. hi and bye and just keep moving. But like, yeah, because. Like I don't, I'm not good at meditating in person or anything, yeah. but like sometimes people always ask me, "How come you ride alone so much?" Well, first started out because I was always riding during the week because I worked uh -huh. from home, and then it became something that I kind of cherished and liked because right, right. When I ride, I'm like so focused and meditative that like it's like a mental therapy, you know? Like yeah, it's like 100%. emotionally helpful to me. So I always yeah, say you can't think about anything else when you're riding. Like when you're going down a super chunky fast section, like there is no other thought in your mind. And that's what I love about it. Like, yeah. And you know, it's funny, like usually the, a lot of my crashes, I'll say half of them have happened in those sections where I'm not focused that I take for granted. Yeah. And you just do something stupid and go right. to TV or something like that. And that's what reminds me, like, it's because you weren't paying attention. You were, your mind was thinking about work or something, you know, like yeah, yeah. you're off somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Forces you to do it. Right. It's good. It's good though, man. It's good for the soul. So mm -hmm. anyways, back to like the, the people and stuff like that of the channel, like that, you know, that is a fun part, you know, and, and I mm -hmm. definitely don't want to like be up here, like sound like I'm grumbling about people saying hi to me because no. I hate it whenever people send me a message, like I'll post a picture of that ride. And then somebody's like, oh yeah, I saw you, but it didn't want to yeah. bother you. And it's like, dude, say hi. Like yeah, seriously, I man. Like, I always say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like don't be weird about it. I mean, like, here's the thing. 90% of the time, I always am in the mood to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. But it, like, that 10% is just yeah. like the wild card where there's just like a day where something happened right. 
or you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or I had right. too many beers right before. Like right. whatever it is, you're just kind of like, but like most of the time, like yeah. always. So. Yeah, I don't even care, man. Like people would be like, can I get, you know, like middle of a climb. They're like, mind if I take a picture? Yeah, dude, I'm yeah. looking for a reason to stop anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, yeah no, definitely, uh, definitely. It, well, it, wait, it, for you, for you, how the, the channel has changed your life. Like how, I mean, aside from people recognizing you, like it does for me, like one of the things I'll lead into with you is like, it, it starts to become like a priority, right? Like you start yeah. thinking about the way you think about your life is different, right? Yeah, totally. I think for me, the thing that changed the most though, that I'm like seriously the most like happy about is that I went from, you know, writing those four places all the time to like the whole world as a possibility now. Yeah. And I never like, dude, there's so much good writing around here. Like I've done hundreds of videos at this point and I'm still like going to new places, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, the channel like really motivated me to go other places and you know if it wasn't for the channel it wouldn't be like hey my buddy got married in Hawaii and we're looking up like where can we ride you know yeah. or it's like hey my lady's going up to um Boise for some meeting for work and I can tag along because there's this trail system up there that I can go ride totally. you, you know just like stuff yeah. like that where it's like now I, I've like been able to experience so much more of this sport and so much more like, like happiness of that, you know, those beautiful views and that, like that feeling of tri like triumphing, like, like, a like, like winning a challenge. Cause you got to the top of this mountain, you know, and, and that is like priceless, like yeah. really truly priceless. And the thing that's even cooler about it is because of the channel, then I've been recording it. So when I'm like 70, I can watch all this stuff still, you know, Dude, you said it right there. We're creating like a video album of our lives yeah. right now. You know, like, it's funny, like <laughs> I'll just bring this up. You wrote in your caption is Tony Casey Neistat's twin. And I was like, <laughs> it's funny because I didn't even think about that, but I remember I watched his channel and he literally said that recently, like, why did he start making these daily vlogs again? And he's like, well, you know, a lot of this, when I look back on my New York videos, um, it's like a photo album of my life. And I got uh -huh. nostalgic. So I'm like, I'm going to create that in California. And that guy is like kind of like hit or miss. A lot of people, it's kind of yeah. whatever, but like, I, I like at least somebody on the comments even said that lifted adventures. Have you ever been told you look <laughs> like Casey Neistat? I don't even, do I, what about when I take the glasses off? Oh, yeah. I, I almost made the thumbnail with a picture of Casey Neistat in the corner with like a circle and a red X through it. Like, and yeah, I was like, not him, him. right. Yeah. Cause I did that arrow and it was like, here's Tony. And then I was yeah. going to be like Casey down there and like, not Tony. And, and like, uh, and I was like, maybe it's just me that thinks he looks that way. So yeah, I'm I've gotten in the comments a lot, dude. I've got definitely, it's always when I'm wearing sunglasses or glasses, but Hey, yeah, there you yeah. go. Right. Especially being I, in SoCal, people probably are like, dude, I'm going to meet him. <laughs> Cause then he, he's in SoCal now. He's not in New York. He anymore, is. Right? He's in Venice, I think that's yeah, why like, yeah. we started making those daily vlogs again in California. He's like, yeah, I'm going to make another photo album out here. I mean, <laughs> he, he's like the, you know, guy that invented what the vlog in a way right. like he's, I don't know. His cinematography and the way he edits. I feel like when I watch it, I can try to learn something. Yeah. Something not to replicate, but like he's really creative with the way he does stuff. So I always try to mm -hmm. tune into his little vids. No, it's really his videos are fun to watch. I mean, yeah. that, that's the that's the thing. Like, like even it's like, you know, hey, he's skateboarding down the street and then he's doing this and then he's doing this and he's like buying coffee. And then you're like, 
a minute into the video and you're like, what? I don't even know what I'm <laughs> watching, but like, yeah. I can't stop, you know? Somehow in the end, it comes together though. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, totally. Little story. Yeah, yeah he, he's definitely, definitely good. And I think this is the thing, you know, you watch all these other creators and, and that's how you learn. You know, you just mm -hmm. watch what they, what they do. Like some of the, some of the, the, the ways that people tell you to like and subscribe that don't sound so like, like, um, phony or like just like the same thing so repetitive you yeah. know you, you'll watch other channels and you know this guy will say something this way and you'll be like oh i like that like i can yeah, use that yeah, here and there you know stuff like that where because that's the stuff that like you got you, it's sad you have to say it you know, know. because it works. It really does. Like yeah. you have a video where you're like, Hey, everybody freaking hit subscribe. And all of a sudden you're like, bam, I got like 300 right? subscribers. You know, I feel like we should make a disclaimer right now. Like, Hey, everyone that's watching, we don't love sales pitching you guys, but <laughs> in our analytics, it shows that like 70 to 80% of the people that click on our videos aren't subscribers. So thank you to all of you guys that are already subscribed, but right. this is not for those guys because it's a reminder to like, Hey, you could keep, watching this and it's kind of like a thing you said Robert like as much as it's like it's kind of annoying it's kind of a must have in a channel you yeah. have to throw that that mental reminder yeah. to hit the button you know and it because it works it brings people back I think that the the like for me like when I first started watching YouTube and I'd always hear people saying that and like I'd be like this is so annoying why do they always yeah. say that they're always mm -hmm. saying always always saying that and then it's like yeah. one day it was like some guy I'm listening to him and he said that and I looked down and I was like oh I'm not subscribed to this channel oh, <laughs> I should hit that button you know like uh -huh. and, and then at that point I was like okay I get it fine yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then it became for you and me like for, for me recently like the Patreon thing too it's like how yeah. would people know about that unless you bring it up in the video you know you yeah kind of have to it's not like a feature on YouTube where you click the Patreon button so yeah. Yeah, and you kind of have to. It's tough too because, like, I think one one of the things that all of the creators do, and I've even noticed this, you know, what like with with like Seth and like like the big guys too, you know, is that you just assume that everybody's like watches all your videos, and yeah. and they already know this. So like like Seth for the example, or not was it Seth? No, I think it was it was Alex the other day. He like posted something. He's like, well, I'm sure you guys saw on Instagram, I'm like maybe not yeah, you know like know. like like you have 300,000 people on youtube or 400,000 people on youtube youtube and you got like 150k on instagram like yeah, and they might not even thousands that don't know yeah yeah you know like so it's just crazy you know and you, and i think that's one of those things that you need to take into into consideration as well when you meet people is that some of them have watched all your videos so yeah. they like they know like like hours and hours and hours of you and you mm -hmm. know now their name you, you yeah. know what i mean so yeah. it's like like they're like coming into a, a, a like a conversation with a guy that they know really well and sometimes and, they say that yeah, I feel yeah. Like I already know you. And I'm yeah. Like, me too you, do. you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean that's part of it it's 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 just definitely an interesting dichotomy with that stuff like how much and it's a reminder to us how much we put ourselves out there right like yeah I just go week to week and then you look at your library and you're like, damn, there's like a hundred videos there. Yeah. Right. You're just That's trying up. to make another one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That's hilarious. So like, um, you said the channel's kind of changed since you started and I did read your about me page or whatever you want to call it on the, you yeah, should, you should probably update that. Um, <laughs> so like you did start out, you know, doing, doing trail guys and where do you see, how do you see your channel now? 
Um, whew, it's kind of like, without me planning it, it's become, well, I still kind of do trail guides in, in its way. Like right now I'm, I'm doing a series in Central Coast, mm-hmm. come along on a ride with me. Uh, and there are those, but it's become more about like my life in mountain biking, my mm-hmm. skill progression, um, stories within that. I, I feel like I'll always have trail guides as like a piece of it, like a nice little nugget, mm-hmm. but I can't just keep making trail guides forever. One, yeah. and two, like it, trail guides are very specific to a very specific location, right? So mm-hmm. like I started the channel in Southern California, so I've basically made a trail guide, I want to say for all of our great loops down here. So if you guys ever want to come to Southern California, definitely check out my library. Mm-hmm. But that's not something that's going to be of interest to, you know, the rest of the United States or globally, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I tried to try, you know, because now I've seen the, the subscriber base has grown so much and I see people from all over the world. I try to, I want to try to focus on videos that are more um, based around mountain biking as a whole. It's something that everyone can relate to, which mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of might bum out some of the local subscribers in a way, but I'll still mm-hmm. be riding around Southern California, but I'm making, I want to make stories around my riding around here that it's not just based around these trails themselves, you know, like yeah. maybe it's another bike I'm riding or a, a new hit that I'm going to try for the first time or beating yeah. my straw whatever it may be that day like i want it to be based around something everyone kind of have a, an insight into or an, or an interest in rather than just the people that live around me you know what i mean yeah yeah totally and i think that's one of those things like that we we're like i was saying earlier where it's like you know you have to go through these motions till you learn it and i did yeah. the same thing as you dude it's like I'm, okay i'm gonna try to ride everything around here and then i wrote everything and i'm like well Either every week I have to drive like eight hours away now, or I got to figure out a way to do something else, you know? And and then you start to realize like, oh, there's so many stories that I can tell that I don't actually need to like go anywhere for, or, you know, like that far for, and I, I always try to remind myself like, like Seth started in Florida, you know, with like, like one trail system to ride or something, you know what I mean? Like, like, and he's at, you know, whatever it is, two and a half, three million subscribers at this point. But it's like, like you don't necessarily need to be out there, like just shredding some awesome trail, you know, it's tell a good story. I mean, most of his videos are, I want to feel like this year has come from his house. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Creating interesting stuff every single week and building off that. And it's like, he's like the guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the guy that I feel like a lot of us look at him like he's he's something that, like like a mentor in a way for a lot of yeah. us. I don't know. Is that too much to say? No, not at all, man. I think that yeah. I mean I mean obviously he's super successful. So I mean, what do you want to you know? What do you want to look up to? You you don't want to look up to the guy that's like freaking not doing good, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. And I think part of it though is like I mean, have you met Seth in person? Have yeah, he's a super cool guy, man. He's just like the rest of us, man. And I think all it is is that he's had a couple years of freaking making videos in front of us, you know. And so that's the thing where I feel like if you have, like, if you keep doing, let me take a step back. I always told my kids when they were little, like, if you have something that you really like and you like put all your effort into it, and you'll be successful, Mm -hmm. you know. And and that's kind of like what it is. I think it is with with YouTube as well. It's like you just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. You're going to be successful. Like that guy I was talking about earlier, Mr. Beast. I think he's like 50 million subscribers. His channel for like eight or nine years was like garbage. And he still had like all of his new old videos. Like it's like him playing mines, Minecraft and him like just talking about being bored and you know, like, but, but he did that for so long that people were just like, 
what are you doing? Like, you know, and, yeah, and what he was doing was learning and learning and learning. And eventually, you know, it stuck, you know, yeah, what, what's amazing about his channel. He's figured out a way. Well, he's, he's got the balls enough to put all that money into all of it, all, all the next video. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that right there, like what happens to a lot of people, I think in YouTube channels, they, they find something and, and then, um, it's working and a lot of other channels duplicate it. Right. And it gets mm -hmm. saturated. Right. What he's found is a niche and a way to do it where nobody can really copy what he's doing. Yeah. Who's going to invest like $3 million in a video this week? Like right. nobody's going to, you can get creative enough, but you're not going to bring that bang with it where it's yeah. like, Oh my God, wrap your head around that much money. And he's going to give it to some stranger. Like right. there's nobody that's going to duplicate that genre, whatever yeah. you want to call it that he's created. So he is like on his own mission, man. He is killing it. I think that's the part where I like, I'm like, where I'd really love to see my channel grow because I have like ideas of videos that I could make, but it's like definitely just like money is a thing. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. like for them, for example, like money is not a thing. It's like, yeah, I hey, think let's, yeah. mm -hmm. let's go buy all the cars at a used car lot and anybody that comes up to buy one will give it to them. Yeah. You know, like, like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, well, that's interesting, you know? And so like mountain bike wise, you know, it'd be like, that's, that's where I would love to be at with the channel. I mean, obviously not giving away Lamborghinis, but like, <laughs> like, 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 right. <laughs> but like, but, but like, Hey man, I don't know what it's like to like pick somebody and go freaking get hella dropped on top of some mountain and, and freaking yeah. do this ride. You, you know what I mean? Don't give away your ideas or whatever. That's okay. <laughs> right. You know, like that's the stuff right there. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Think about like if we as a, as a mountain bike YouTuber, like I guarantee you, you did a video that you walked into a bike shop and picked some dude standing there and gave him a freaking $10,000 bike. People would be amped. Oh, they would course. watch it. Right. And that was one of the things that like that, that interview that I was watching that guy that he said, you know, it was like one of the, at the very beginning of his channel, it was like somebody reached out to him and they're like, we'll give you, you know, $5,000 to make a video. And he's like, yeah, make it 10 and I'll give it to a homeless guy. And they were like, okay. And like, literally that was the video. Like he walked out and was like, Hey, um, so you're uh, panhandling today. Yeah. Well, here's 10 grand, dude, you know? And, and it's like, but, but that was the thing was what you said, you know, like he had the balls to be like, I'm going to invest all of this into it. And what yeah. did it, what did it do for him? Like maybe he was broke for another year or two, yeah. but now his channel is like so big. It's like, we're buying a private island and making our own freaking episode of Survivor. Yeah, he you know? his employees now, you know, like he's right. got a whole thing going on. Like he, I feel like he must have gone into it and said, "I'm not going to pretend money is a thing." Right, like, and he had to, he had to go in like looking at it as like monopoly fund money. Right. Otherwise, yeah, so, how can you do that? Right, you know, it's right. crazy. I bet we just helped him out with a couple more subscribers. I know. Like, who's help? this Mr. Beast? But like, I feel like everyone that's on YouTube must know who that guy is. He's like the <laughs> channel in the world by far. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know how much we're helping, but hey. Right. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's, I mean, I think that's, you know, I would love to be able to get to that point where, you know, with the channel where we're financially like you can be creative, as creative as you want, you know, and, yeah. and um, like, so it's just, you know, keep keep you know work until then and at, at this point you know for me and i don't know about you like you know your own personal like perception of who you are and what you want to do in the channel changes as well you know and and um like initially when i started out it was like 
I had different ideas of where I want to be than I do now, you know, and now it's just like, man, I just wish that I could make enough on the channel where I, where I could do those things where it'd be like, yeah. you know, Hey, I want to go like teach my buddy back in Pennsylvania how to ride mountain bikes. So I'm going to fly back over there and like show yeah. him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that would be cool, you know, and, and how you frame the story, like that would be like, people would dig it, man. You know? Oh, so I don't know. Who I mean, knows? I feel, I feel the same way. The way that I've thought about the channel since it started is completely, I'm, I'm not a different person, but the way I think about the channel, yeah. I feel like a different person, right? Like I started the channel as an experiment. I got to 500 subscribers. I remember actually saying this in the video, like, ah, oh, really, I'll never have a Patreon. All of a yeah. sudden, you know, you get to a point where you, I got hit 10,000 subscribers, um, like getting laid off from work. I'm like, this is a perfect time to start that. Started yeah. that. People are interested in that. So then like, you know, like the outlook on your on your channel changes from that point on. You're like, okay, maybe this could be a thing. And then yeah. you start thinking about like the ideas you're talking about, like, hey, flying to here, let's put some money into this and maybe this could be worth it. Or if it doesn't, hey, right. try it. But like the idea of things change as years go on and as, yeah. as uh, you learn your skill set and, and the more people that you bring along with that, I think yeah. is, uh, I don't know, it's kind of an awesome process, but like, right. You're, you're one of the first people I started subscribing to back, you know, when I started right my on, channel. Man. So to be honest with you, to be here, it's kind of, I'm kind of yeah. flattered. Dude. It's kind I of, rad, like, how many, how many subscribers do you have now? I'm about to hit 16,000. See, dude, I remember when we met in sea at Sea Otter, yes, I yep. told you that your channel would get bigger than mine. And you were like, whatever, dude. And you're bigger <laughs> than mine now, dude. So, yeah, it's funny. I, I for everybody, I kind of hunted Robert down at Sea Otter. <laughs> uh, we were, I was like, where are you? He's like, I'm right here. You're probably like, who the hell is this guy? Is Tony? Like, <laughs> he, he was rad enough. Like, I met him in uh, was it, uh Moonlight Leatherfoot. Yeah, yeah. there and we at a bar afterward and uh oh, yeah. super rad super good advice and uh i was like too like tired to go and hang out after but he invited me out after that was awesome yeah yeah i know we, we had a good time like yeah. i don't know man i i just like i like people i mean so for me that's the thing that's like the, that's fun about being a creator is that like i now have so many more people that i can talk to yeah. yeah so like it's like that's exciting for me like i i yeah. enjoy meeting people and hearing their stories and like so like that like like we were talking earlier you know that one percent of the time wherever i'm like don't talk to me like <laughs> me, like most of the time i'm like super amped to like be able to talk to somebody and, and me too I'll, like that's what happens like if i'm in a mood like i'll, I'll just sit there i, I feel like when somebody's even that truly know me i'll talk to them more than they probably thought they wanted yeah. to talk to me. They're like, well, I'm this like, guy's like, shut right, up already. Later, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. So, yeah. um, so you, you, you got this sponsor coming up and then, um, what, what else, uh, do you got going on with the channel? Like, what are you, what are you excited about doing this next, you know, year? So this is the first time I'm able to take the channel, um, this serious. So I'm right mm -hmm. now lining up, um, like travel plans for the next mm -hmm. few months. So I'll be in, I'll be in the central coast again, um, two weeks. And then I planned out a Sedona trip in December. I've got another Sedona trip in uh, January. I'm going to be hit going back to Santa Cruz near you. I want to talk to you about that, about riding yeah. together when I come back out there. Um, how long, how close are you to Santa Cruz? It's like three hours. It's not that far. Okay. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, it's not close either, but yeah, no, but I go down there. Yeah. I go down but yeah, there. Yeah. This is the right first way. time where I've had like, you know, the luxury of being unemployed, I say right. that. But 
Capgrain is all that. To be able to take channel this seriously, where I'm able to lay out the next few months of travel plans, and I'm working with hotels and small businesses, um, mm -hmm. you know, channel sponsors, and I'm the first time where, and I'm also taking like my day job was marketing and stuff like that. So right. I'm trying to take my experience in that and work that into the channel, working with people, and that's kind of where the sponsors are coming in and. You know, it's like this bike, this bike sponsor that's coming up next week is a huge one. It's going to be kind yeah, of that a is awesome. changer for the channel and for my life, to be honest with you. They're going to be helping out with the travel budget. They're going to mm -hmm. be providing bikes. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, but yeah. It's close yeah. enough to where I can work with them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's um, awesome, man. I think that that's like really exciting, you know, mm -hmm. and and we'd be lying if we, if we said, you know, when we started the channel that we didn't want to make money at it or something like that, yeah, you know, like, I mean, like, like for me, I right. Right. You know, like for me, it was like, you know, back then is like watch, watching BKXE, like, like quit his job and be like, man, like you just like do your, like you could ride bikes and freaking like live. That would be sick. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you know, and initially there's definitely like no way that that was like the, the mindset for me because like I have a really good job. I'm, I'm like, I have to make a lot of money on YouTube before I can make more than the job that I have. You, totally. you know what I mean? So, um, but um, initially I remember saying like, if I could make enough money to pay for one bike part, that would be worth it. You right. know, like I just remember like, yeah, you know, <laughs> but then, yeah, it just snowballs, you know, and it's like, you know, now it's definitely like, there there's um definitely like making more money than than that now but um i totally underestimated how much it costs to run a really good channel though yeah. like like i made a parody video a few months ago like how to how to originally it was started out like how to how to be a youtuber or something like that and i think i put like how to like utterly fail at youtube but like part of it was like being like joking, like, okay, first thing you need to do is buy like $10,000 worth of camera gear, you know? <laughs> and like, like I was joking, but on the other end of it, it's like, I can't like, you know, you have this channel now you can write stuff off and you, at yeah. the end of the year, you add all that stuff up that you bought and you're like, Oh my God. Like I didn't know like lights and tripods and this and that and the other like added up to that. And then yeah. you stack on all the friggin' bike parts and crap that you're buying too. And you're like, Ooh holy cow maybe yeah. i you know maybe if i just I, stop buying all that i don't need that job you know? <laughs> at first i was just like i just need a gopro right and you start to learn you're like no man if you yeah. really want to do this and make it look good like i don't know if it's a secret we, a lot of us youtubers talk in a secret slack group yeah. like, no, there's a camera all right there's a camera department there where we talk the camera section and it's like dude the cameras that we're talking about and the cameras that i'm the camera i'm looking at we're looking three three thousand dollars for a, yeah. a quality camera that you really want that yeah. the, you need the new a seven c um panasonic or you know whatever right, yeah, it, whatever it is yeah whatever it is sony um there's a lot of stuff that goes into making things tr look good for yeah our panels that we take seriously because we know what it looks like when it doesn't right and then once you see how good it can look it's yeah. hard to like not want to make it look that good you know well like, and then it's like, you just have multiple you know so it's like like for example, even whenever it was just a GoPro, it's like, well, you need more than one in case that one doesn't yeah. work that day. You and need two, two gimbals, and then it's like, 
well now i need a drone that's a grant you know it's like yeah it just it, and then i need a gimbal for the gimbal that's going to break because they always do and right now i yeah, don't need yeah. the gimbal but i have the the new hero nine and wait do i, I need another one in case that one breaks it's yeah like, right yeah there's like a you know if you take it seriously then there's a whole repertoire that goes with it it's kind of cool it's fun but at the same time it's kind of stressful just because of the money issue you know yeah. it's like you invest yeah, in your channel. yeah definitely one dude all we need to do is just keep doing like mr beast man and then we'll just be giving it we'll be <laughs> giving gimbals and freaking gopros away <laughs> that's all there is <laughs> so are you, like mr. Beast. right are you um are you doing just hero nine now or are you using a gimbal still and a hero four or i sold all my gimbals i've been using so i've been using the hero eight since it came out i just uh -huh. for me like that seemed to be good and i feel like what a lot of people don't know about the hero eight i don't know if they don't know but um, the shakiness a lot of people see when they do the Hero 8, I feel like it's because they don't have the harness strapped as tight as it can. Yeah. I use the stuntman harness and I strap that sucker so tight because yeah. a lot of, and you remember this, like you know this wearing the gimbal, it's so heavy that it kind of pulls wow. down something. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've got it so it doesn't do that, Bob. And what the footage I get from it is really good. So right. I was using that for a couple of months and then I was like, I don't see. The gimbal helping this and for me i always i was always looking for an excuse to get rid of the gimbal because yeah it's added weight and it always broke down the first three months i had the evo gimbal for all of you guys that don't know we're, we're talking about the evo ss gimbal which is the three axis gimbal mm -hmm. a lot of us youtubers use with the hero 4 originally hero mm -hmm. 4 has the best audio i can go on and on about that yeah but um i wanted to get rid of it because i always had problems with it and it's just basically like you have the gimbal and you have the gopro so you have two machines two potential problems on every ride, right? Right. You know, gimbal's SD card error or the yeah. gimbal not working right. I wanted to eliminate one. And I found that in the Hero 8. So right now I'm going back and forth between the 8 and the 9. The 9 at first was causing me problems because it would just shut off and I kept losing clips. And it mm -hmm. hasn't doesn't, hasn't really been like a stable camera. So mm -hmm. right now I'm using the 8 just until I figure out what the hell's going on with the 9. I think the 9 just came out with, they just came out with an update, I think, too. All right, like, then I, week. that's good to know, because yeah. I need to update that and see if that's the glitch, because I was losing, like, clip after clip. Not, yeah, not that like, sucks. Uh, Nothing sucks yeah. more than that. You get to the bottom of, like, some badass, like, run, and then you yeah. look down and your camera's off, you're like, oh, great. Yeah, I mean, and it's, especially if it's a good descent. You can't yeah. get the descent back. That's the heart of the video, no matter right. what I'm doing, right? Like, you can't. Yeah. Go back and have to like. Uh, I'd rather yeah. not deal with that stress and just have something reliable until that gets fixed. So yeah, yeah totally. I'm kind of going back and forth. It's just like I feel like a lot of electronic companies now. Don't call me if I'm crazy. It's happening in video games too. They're releasing products before they're completely finalized. Like they yeah. release them and just figure out what's going on and then do a patch. Yeah, it's like well, I'm like you're I'm not. I shouldn't be your test subject. I'm like right. the one that's buying the final product. Like figure right. it out before. You would That's think, just, right? Do you think yeah. the reason that the um, the eight was working well for you or is working well for you is you guys don't ride in and out of shade a lot down there. So mm -hmm. like your, your lighting is pretty good. Like where, like from, cause I've, I've heard some of the other YouTubers say that, you know, that stabilization works well in, if there's plenty of light and like mm -hmm. up here, um, like I'm in and out of the shade a lot, you know? So mm -hmm it's and it's not like like uh like the pnw where it's just like gloomy perfect freaking filming weather all the time yeah, yeah. you know and and you down there then you have like this really bright you know blue sky and and not a lot of tree cover you know so right. it's kind of like sedona like when you're in sedona it's like it's awesome Always filming there yeah, yeah you know the colors yeah, that are just could, perfect that and, could be it i did go to santa cruz last month or two months ago and mm -hmm. filmed uh in demo forest two rides 
-hmm. And I, I did see a little bit of that, but nothing to where I thought that I would yeah. notice it like, hey, this looks crazy. But I do hear what you're saying as far as if that was going to be my day to day, I would probably mm -hmm. be a lot more picky with that because you're right out here. One of the things I do complain about is there's no shade, right? It's yeah. Like we have, it's sunny every day, but sometimes um, for, for filming that becomes like a great for GoPro. Cause like you said, yeah. going in and out of shade, GoPro hates that the lighting yeah. gets crazy, gets blurry, but most of my descents out here mm -hmm. for sure the same the whole way. It doesn't have to work that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Demos demos pretty dark too, honestly, to tell you the truth. Like it doesn't like, there's so many trees that you don't really, it's almost like all shade. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it pretty much is all a shade because I yeah. know I've gone down there before and like forgot my regular glasses and like had to wear like, like a, like a regular pair of sunglasses. And it was like, man, this is almost too dark to ride in this where yeah. I, like my, my normal riding glasses are like a, a, like an orange ish pink kind of, of lens. So it like, brightens things up but keeps away the glare you know what i'm saying yeah i have a pair of those too like you can almost wear them in overcast because it kind of yeah. makes it more contrasty and crisp yeah yeah like yeah. you'll you'll be riding at dusk and like you take your glasses off and you're like oh wow it's darker out here than i thought you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah so um but anyways yeah i, I just i was just curious because honestly i just got the um the the cali invader full face so it's like a really super lightweight full face helmet like like, mm -hmm. like if, if a full face came in an XE version, like that's basically what they built. And, oh, cool. um, since I got that and one of my GoPros, one of my heroes, hero fours finally died. So I like only have the one and I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to try to buy the hero nine and like do the whole chin bar mount thing. And so I'm like really curious about trying that and like yeah, getting that footage that way, because like what you said, dude, like honestly, um, I would love to get rid of the gimbal. It's, it's, it, you know, it's, it's a lot, you know, a lot to put on. It's a lot to yeah. like the thought of just throwing it on my helmet and then getting the footage that I want that way. Like that sounds like super cool. Yeah, have I mean, you tried the, have you tried it with the chin as well? Or you like, yeah, the I, I did it. I did it once. I, my buddy, Alan, I did, uh, he let me use his little chin mount thingy and I put mm -hmm. it on one day and it was fine. But the thing is, is this, and this is the other, this is what goes along with that, is that when you do that, you're going to have to wear the full base on every single ride. Yeah. Right? So even on rides that are middle, you know, climbing yeah. for, it's just kind of part of it. And he's accepted that. But I, for me, I, I it's just personal preference. I like the way it looks on the mm -hmm. chest a little bit more. So I mm -hmm. really want to make that work. And there's that alternative, right, where I don't have to wear the full face on the rides every mm -hmm. single time gets pretty hot here in socal yeah. most of the time so having a full face on like in laguna and a no shade day when it's 85 degrees just seems like a lot like yeah. for, for to carry for two or three hours but you know it, it's something that people do i i guess it's just a matter of preference right like yeah for i mean really i don't do film it. every ride anymore like so so I either i was so like, for, i wanted to talk about that with you yeah, yeah. so for me like i'm definitely not filming as much like i when i started my channel i stopped wearing a heart rate monitor because i was like i just can't put anything else on like i'm tired mm -hmm. like i don't want to put this on and then a gimbal on and then this on and then you, you know what i mean it was just like it was like too much you know and just recently i i like dug that thing back out because i like looking at the data and i was like you know I, i'm not like like filming like i used to you know and and some of it is like my on the biker channel i'm only doing like a video a month at this point and um I've been thinking about kind of bumping it back up, but even at that, like, like I don't, 
I don't feel like I'd be recording as much as I was before because um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I guess the way that I go about recording is different too. You know, like yeah. I could go out and do like some B roll stuff on one ride and then on another ride, actually have the camera with me or, you, you know what I mean? So like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting. different and in, uh, doing it too. Like I used to just take it out with me and not really have an idea when I first heard the channel, yeah. I was doing more trail guys than anyway, but yeah. like now I have to have an intention of bringing in the camera. Like, what am I doing today? You know, yeah. like, cause um, sometimes it's just fun to have on, like, oh, I'll take that back. Like if I'm going to go and do a, a day where I'm like really feeling like pushing it, I'm going to mm -hmm. bring it, put it on just in case like something happens or if I like hit a PR that I never did before, cause I'm mm -hmm. really shredding and that I did before and then I can make something out of that. But mm -hmm. overall I need to not bring the camera with me because I don't want to ever lose that riding experience that I always had that made me fall in love with it. Right. Like mm -hmm. it kind of happened to me where I got burnt on skateboarding. Mm -hmm. burnt, I got burned on it kind of because I worked in the skate industry and I was around skateboarding all day for work. So when mm -hmm. I sort of thought about going skateboarding, it felt like work. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about that happening, but it, it just did. So I stopped skating as much going to the skate park. So I'm very aware of that with the channel. Like I don't want to make it feel like going to work every day. You know, now that I'm taking the channel full time, I don't want it to feel like I have to film. I have to, you yeah. know, let's get this foot. No, it's like have the video idea for the week and then ride two, three days without it. So that when you mm -hmm. have the camera on, you're ready and you're kind of like refreshed and you're yeah. not just going through the motions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think part of the reason that I'm at where I am with the channel is because I did burn myself out, you know? And so yeah. like, like I, I probably like my first two years just, you know, was working like a regular job, you know, and easily putting 40 or 50 hours a week on, into my channel, mm -hmm. you know, and just like, um, I got to a certain point where I was like, dude, like you need to like, you're not quitting your job anytime soon. Yeah. So like, stop like pretending like you're going to. And like, and, and then outside of that, it was like, my one friend used to joke, like you turn, you're going to turn this into a job. And he did. And I did, you know, mm -hmm. he was right. You know, and that's basically what happened where I was like, I like making videos and I like riding bikes and I don't want to screw that up. So I'm like doing it at a rate now that I feel like is like right. what well, I can let me, handle. Let me turn that on its head though. Cause this is what happened to me. Say you got laid off. Would yeah. You I would go all in dude. I kind of feel like I totally see where you're coming from because yeah. when I was working and doing the channel, th the channel, I was not putting as much time as it is now. And yeah. it's because I just felt like I needed to have downtime, right? Like the, I don't think people realize how, how much time it takes to, and this is not just saying like, woe is me, the YouTubers, yeah. but like it does take a long time to film a ride and the editing process. If you want to make a good video, it takes sometimes two days. So you're talking yeah. about three days a week there, it's becomes a job. If you love it, it doesn't feel like that. But if you have um, time that you want to be doing something else on top of a full-time job, it does start to feel that like yeah. stress. Like I've got to put out this video. So or it'd be like, maybe, you know, I want to go to bed right now because the lady's like tired, and you're like, no, I need to go upstairs and edit for like four hours. So yeah, yeah, because I have to do this thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah. that's what I mean. I guess for me now, because it does has become a job, but because I don't have my other job on top of it. This yeah. is fulfilling a space for me that feels healthy because uh, without doing this, I would feel 
probably I'm probably depressed or something because I wouldn't yeah. have a job. I would have nothing feeling productive. This has filled this void for me yeah. and, yeah, and giving me this kind of like goal that yeah. I'm thankful for, you know? I think the other thing though, that's really like, like uh good about what you're doing is that sometimes like, like, uh, I'm not going to be able to come up with a good other uh, analogy other than this, like shit or get off the pot kind of deal. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like you're thrown this opportunity where it's like, Hey, I'd like to keep paying my bills by doing this. So I'm going to try really hard to pay my bills by doing this. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that like motivation behind it, like it won't happen. You, right. you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like, like what, what makes somebody go get a job being hungry? You know what I mean? Like you can't, if you don't have money to eat, you're like, I'm going to get a job, you know? So <laughs> like, like I'm gonna, to, I yeah. want to eat, you know? So like, it, it's that, that same kind of thing. And I think that's, you know, like, that's cool that you're chasing it, man. Cause I would do the same thing, dude. Yeah, I, I know you would. That's kind of why I brought it up. Cause it's like, yeah. it's one thing to have that on top of a full-time job because it's hard to find the time. But if you do have the time, I feel like I would have kicked myself in the ass if I didn't try yeah. to do this right now. Right. Because like, yeah it kind of fell into my lap, this terrible thing. It's not terrible, but yeah. losing a job became, I try to spin it into a positive because it, ha it happened at the exact same time that it was possible for me to make it happen. You know, so yeah. if it doesn't work in the next year or six months or whatever it is, at least yeah. I tried and can look back and yeah. all the positives. Not and feel hey, bad about it. Exactly. Like, hey, that, that's exactly yeah. right. So earlier we were talking about like how I came out here to be a rock star, right? And mm -hmm. there was a certain point in going to school and all that, that I realized that that wasn't like what my dream was anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And and the reason that I'm totally okay with not being a rock star today is because I went through all those motions and realized that's not what I wanted to do anymore. But mm -hmm. if I just like never like if I just reenlisted in the army and, and kept doing that and never like went to California to try, like then I would be the age that I'm at right now and be like, man, what would it like? Who knows what would happen? Yeah. You'd have you know? I did that and you, yeah. you did do that and tried and you're like, Oh, whatever. I didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. Really I mean, it got it. down to the point where it was like, here's a great job at this place. Like, do you want to do this? And then it was like, well, actually, no, I don't want to do that anymore. You know, like, yeah. Um, and that's like the super condensed version, but like ultimately yeah, yeah. like that, that, that's the thing though. You know, I think like you, like you got to try and there's been a bunch of other guys though that I've, you know, in the time that I've been doing this, that I've seen, you know, go from their old job to like full-time, like for example, um, like the Lone Ranger, mm -hmm. you know, and, and some other people like along that, that took that path as well. And it's like, a lot of them, it was like, once they made that decision, that's actually when their channel, like really started blowing up. Cause then you're like putting all of that effort into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, all the, if you had all the time in the world to do it, that's the time to do it. Right. Like yeah. when you make that commitment, you have to do yeah. that. Otherwise it's like a false start. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned like BKXC in his car that one time, because when I started watching him, he was past that. He was already kind of like living it. And I went back mm. to the videos and I remember there was that like car scene. What was that? It. What are you talking about? It was like, sorry, it was like when Brent, when BKXC was in his car and he was talking about going full time. Uh huh. And I started watching his videos later, uh -huh. like like late, like probably a year after that, where he was already doing it full time. Oh, okay. So and you didn't always, you didn't go through that whole process of watching no, him no. quit his job. But when I dug okay. back into his channel, I found it, and I was uh -huh. like, oh, this is interesting. Like learning something about him and learning about. 
I feel like that was a good learning point for me when I started the channel because I learned that everyone has that point, right? Like, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen, but you're going to take a chance. And it was him just being vulnerable and being like, hey, I'm going to like quit my job and take six months and see what happens. And like, yeah. some people that I feel like at first I was like, man, I'll never be able to get to do that because that wasn't a goal for me back then. Yeah. But like, when it started to become a goal for me, I kept thinking about that video and I went back yeah. and watched it because it resonated. And I was like, man, he's kind of like in that mode where I'm in right now. And it just felt similar. Mm -hmm. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but we're yeah, talking about the subject of this. Yeah, coming yeah. Up and it's like these little go-to mental points where you are at when you start some journey, you know, yeah. it's like weird where your mind goes and remembers things that you, you bring upon and, I don't know. It's weird. It's even weird talking about me being a full-time YouTuber right now because mm -hmm. it it just happened a few months ago and I didn't even think about it. It just transitioned into this thing that's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to do this now. And uh, like, we're talking about it and I'm like, am I really doing that? You know, like the shock hasn't worn off yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's happening. You that's know? really like, cool that he inspired you that way. You know, I, mean, I think yeah. that, um, you know, that that's one of those things that's cool about being a, a content creator is that you, you you've actually inspired people like that you might not have heard their story yet mm -hmm. but you have you know That's like cool. doing this like weight loss thing is like you know all these okay. people are like dude you inspired me to do this like i i, I met some some guy i was up in, in tahoe riding and some dude and his dad were like walking down this trail and i just like blew right by him you know they're walking whatever you know and uh so i get up to this like spot where we're turning onto this next trail and i'm just kicking it and those guys like kind of walked up and and the the dad's like probably like 65 or something like that and he's like hey you do youtube and i'm like yeah yeah dude and um and he's like yeah my son watches your channel and then i, I guess his son just didn't want to like break the ice or whatever and so he started talking to me and he's like yeah, man, like I've been watching your weight loss stuff like i've lost like 30 pounds because like i decided oh, wow. to and it's like dude like i'm like this freaking beer drinking like foul mouth like dipshit and like i'm like I, i'm freaking like influencing people like that you know like that like like making people change like for the better like that's crazy yeah you dude, know I, I, was, I was gonna bring that up i i watched um I feel like I watched all of them. Th those are super inspirational because I feel like you're wearing your heart on your sleeve in those videos. Yeah. I think that's why yeah. a lot of the people um, have been drawn to them so much because it's like, dude, it's not easy. Showing, yeah. It's not easy talking about that subject in the first place and then showing your struggle and showing your natural reaction. So yeah. I'd say like that's, I give you a lot of respect and, and that's not, I know that's not easy to do. Yeah. Just someone that's been on camera like that's like, what, what, what was that like? Was, I mean, was it hard for you or you just kind of like, fuck it, like, Sorry, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, yeah you can do whatever you want. Right. It's a bar. Like, are you just like kind of like, well, I don't swear on my channels. People are like, the outsider swears. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was it like for you? Like, did, was that an easy thing for you to do? Or is it like, did you just have to wrap your mind around like, this is my process. I'm going to show it all. Like, how did that go? I think for me, it's just like, like, it doesn't like, the camera doesn't really phase me. Like, mm. like, I know in the past, like some guys would tell me like, Man, I don't like always riding with my camera because it like messes with my ride, and I'm like, I don't even know it's there. Yeah, like, and like for me, I, I maybe it's just because I've been doing. I'm sure, like, dude, if I just started doing a YouTube channel, there's no way I can make that series the way I am now. But yeah. like, but like, you know, to hold the camera up when I'm about to cry because freaking I'm excited or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like, 
I'm just trying to capture this moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not like anything other than that, you know? Yeah. And, 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 um, you know, I never really thought about it, honestly, until you like asked well, that, me that, you know, like that's good. I think because it's not something you were even concerned with. It's yeah. just natural for you and you were being yourself. And maybe that's why it wasn't like that. No, like to me, it's like, just film it. It'll work out in the edit. <laughs> you know, like, it's always a thing. Like I'm going to turn the camera on and I don't have to post this. I could just do right. it. I have an option later. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, there's stuff that I filmed for that. Like, you know, where I was like, dude, I'm not putting iron. Like, you know, here, here's big fat 300 pound Rob freaking measuring his fucking fat ass belly in his movies, you know, on the, you know, it's like, no, that's not making the cut, dude. You know, like maybe <laughs> once I get skinny, I'll put that in there to say where I started, you know, like, but like, yeah. but, some uh, just, yeah, well, some of it's too raw for, for, yeah, you know, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. But like you said, like later on, you look back on that and be like, I'm going to show that. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, like, like, for example, like that, that moment I was talking about, um, it was a couple of weeks ago at this point, like, I'm like kind of drawing a blank what it was, but it was like, oh, it was like, I had like kind of taken some, like a little, little break off the diet to just kind of like get my head together and like, just have fun or whatever. And, and then I was weighing in and I, um, I, I really didn't want to see like it, it be really bad, you mm -hmm. know? And, and I was carrying this like, like guilt and like, even though on the outside I was saying, no, nah, I'm just having fun. I don't care about this week. This is, this is like a, a cheat week or whatever. But like on the inside, it was like feeling guilty and like scared that, that it was going to like go really wrong, you know? And so yeah. like I stepped on the scale that day and, and, it didn't go really wrong. And it was like, like on one hand I was happy. And on the other hand, I was like just relieved. And it was like, and, and, and I do remember like turning on the camera and, and like, I was just like, oh man, it's just overwhelming, you know? And I do remember like turning it off. Cause I really only have like that clip, like of whatever I said, it was like two mm -hmm. seconds, mm -hmm. you know? And it was like, my eyes were welling up and it was like, I turned it on and I, and I said what I said and it was like, I can't do this. And I turned it off and uh, it was just like, man, yeah, I captured it. You know, well, what, what was the emotional part about that? Because it didn't go up because you expected it to be. It, it was a bunch was. of stuff, man. It was like, it didn't go up. It was like, it, it showed that I could actually like not be a complete Nazi on the diet and actually like be able to live my life some and, and like still be successful. It like, it was, it was like a bunch of different things that played yeah. into it being so heavy for me. But I feel like the thing that like about it, the, the reason that I, I hit record on the camera is because when you feel that way, like, like, people resonate with the way that you look not necessarily it doesn't even matter what you're saying you, you know what i mean and and i knew that if i was feeling that like like when i because because i i already recorded me standing on the scale right mm -hmm. so i didn't really need to point it back at me like right. that was the only reason i was standing there with the camera was so that it could like record me standing on the scale and when i stepped off of it and then I like had this like come up like this emotion, right? Mm -hmm. It was like, man, I need to turn it around. Cause obviously like, cause that stuff is like, that's some of the stuff that when we were talking about earlier, like where you cut or whatever, like now, like 
when I first started, like maybe if I wasn't talking, I would cut. And now I realize like there's, there's point of where it's like that moment like that. It's yeah, like two you're, seconds you're, of you're, you're just, you're, it's quiet. They're just looking at your face. You're thinking about something that you're about to say. And that carries a lot, you know, yeah, and so, your emotions right yeah. there. That's the, that's the painting. Yeah. And that's the thing is like YouTube is like really like at least what we're doing, like it's like, you know, like the ultimate like uh like reality TV kind of thing. That's kind of what we're doing, right? We're we're yeah. like a, a single single person reality TV show, right? Yeah. I mean that's so, the channel, we're, our, we're our own show. Yeah. So you you have to capture that stuff, you know, to mm -hmm. and I think that's the stuff that like really resonates with people. Like like when you heard <clears throat> single track sampler like hit some crazy jump that he was trying to do for the first time. And he's just like super giddy and like, Oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, high five and everybody. And he's just like, <laughs> you know, like, like that, you can't like that. That's, that's why like everybody like got the stoke from him, you know, cause right. it was like, that's yeah. real, you know, mm -hmm. like you don't, you can't, you can't bullshit that, you know? And yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so true. I mean, yeah, I mean, think about I, I so I, I crash a lot. So uh -huh. part of for, for me was learning to um, live through the crash. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh -huh. so my instinct is to like, go up into a ball, shut off the camera. But what uh -huh. I started to do is just leave the camera on and take the pain and be like, this is what it's like. We yeah. all have to deal with this and try to show the process and like, yeah, as scary as crashes look, we all go through these things. And, uh, you know, he, and like you just said, like Alex singles track sampler, he's done the same thing where he's kept the camera on and he's talked through him. And like, I feel like as scary as it is like offering that solace in between the crash. Yeah. And then the next part is like, Hey, just part of life, right? Like yeah. the same thing with you looking in the scale and looking at your, your face and getting that emotion is like, yeah, this is the real stuff that people feel when they can't, when their camera's not on or then nobody's yeah. around, everybody can kind of like relate to those moments in between the, the craziness, you know, when you're in that pain mode or yeah. that you can't do that. Mode. Yeah. You can't do that when you first start though, too, because no, you just don't, don't recognize it. You know, like yeah. I remember like getting out of my car and like, to to hold a camera out in front of me and like do an intro in a parking lot full of people to be like yeah. I'm gonna wait till these people walk away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I still feel a little bit like that. Yeah, but definitely like seventy percent better than what it used to be. Before, yeah. I would do the same thing. I would hop like, well, there's people. There's like a person over there. Yeah, yeah I'll film it later. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like totally. Uh, so I mean, so that I think you know is part of it where you know you get more comfortable with the camera and then the camera doesn't become a camera anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I think that's the thing where like, like where I said a minute ago, like I couldn't have done this if I was the beginning of my, my learning how to be a YouTuber, like, mm -hmm. because then I would have been thinking about like, I'm trying to like record this, like yeah. me, whenever I point the camera at myself, it was like, I'm just talking to these people, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, so it's not like I'm talking to this camera trying to get this shot because I know it's full of emotion and people are going to like it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, like, Hey, I'm like, here's my friend I'm talking to, you know? It's totally. Yeah. That that's totally, that's exactly right. You couldn't have said it better. When I started filming, I was like taught, I, I pictured literally like people. Yeah. You know? And now it's like, you just said, like, it's just my buddies or my buddy. Yeah. Hard at extension of myself. Yeah. I feel like somebody can, they, they understand me, you know, yeah. you have to kind of think of the camera as somebody that's on your side. Right. Otherwise yeah. it'd be like this weird mental battle. Like right. 
the camera's against you, then don't yeah. turn it on because that's not going to be helpful. You're going to be acting different. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, too, I mean, it's like you're a guy editing it. So, like, if you're going to yeah. if you're going to look like an idiot, it's because you did that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we all had those clips where like, no, not that. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. You're the one putting yourself out there. You have the final yeah. say, so it's on you in the end. You know, I ask you, do you like writing and recording with people more than writing by yourself and recording or like? Which I like recording. Um, I prefer by myself. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. It's like uh, when I have the camera on by myself, I'm only worried about my ride and my conversation with the camera. Uh -huh. And I'm kind of like focused in that. I just did my first group ride for Patreon. I was like 40 people. And I, as much as I loved the experience, it was hard to focus on what I was doing. Like as I'm uh -huh. filming my ride, I'm talking to the camera and I'm um, trying to bring everybody else into that moment mm -hmm. and trying to share the experience and make that part of the story. Um, not that it wasn't enjoyable. It just was a whole different ball. Game, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's tough if to it's do somebody, all those things together. Yeah. I mean, if it's somebody that I'm friends with, like at MTV Allen, we ride yeah. together all the time. Um, that's just kind of like super copacetic. We both understand what we're doing, yeah. but if it's a group of people, it's harder to, because I'm talking to them on yeah. the ride, right? Like I'm, I'm part of their day, right? not just part of the camera's day. So it's right. doing two things. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you feel like? How do you feel about that? It's tough, man, because I like riding with people and having the energy of the other people and capturing that part of it. So I do enjoy that. But yeah, I also like it's very hard to get the shots that you need to get when you're with a group of people because yeah. like who wants to stick around for all that crap? Yeah. Well, like when you're by yourself, you're like, you don't even give a shit. You're like, I'm going to walk down this hill and, and put the camera over there and ride yeah. back up. And now I'm going to walk yeah. back down the hill and I'm going to put the camera over there so I can have like two shots of me climbing up this hill, you know? Yeah. And then I'm going to go down that 50 foot section until the camera can't see me anymore. And now I'm going to go back up, grab the camera, come back down, put it there, go back up again, and now ride by the camera so that I can have this other shot of like, you know, and it's like, yeah. You can't do that with your buddies. Like no, no matter how good of friends they are, you, the know? Thing you can do is be like, "Hey, can you just hold this for a second? Right. And do one shot, and then that's it. And then like, yeah. I feel like after that, you're like, you've already used it up. Like, okay, yeah. enough, dude. Let's just ride our bikes. Yeah, know? yeah. So yeah. I, I definitely, um, I, I think I lost some friends when I first started doing my YouTube channel because of that. For real? Because like, they didn't want to necessarily go on those kind of rides. Okay. So like. Like the guys that are okay with holding the camera and like making a day of it and just being chill about it, like those are the guys I'm still riding with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the guys that just wanted to go out and hammer, like they're like, dude, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't care about you changing batteries. Like, I don't care about you getting a drone shot in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, as much as I understand that part of me is like, well, dude, just deal with it for five yeah, minutes. Right. Yeah. Most of the people, friends now. Yeah. Yeah. Most <laughs> yeah. of the people that I ride with are pretty, pretty chill, but I definitely know yeah. like there, there are some people that are just like, even my lady, like she mm -hmm. was like, no, I don't want to ride with you if you're filming, yeah. you know, cause she's just like, to, she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to sit around waiting for that. I don't want, she yeah. also doesn't even want to be on a camera. So like, yeah. For a well, long time, I don't even think she watched my videos. I think the only reason she started watching my videos is because I told everybody that she didn't watch my videos. And oh, then really? she felt bad about not watching my videos. So then she watched them so that she could be like, no, I watch them. You know? <laughs> so. That's great. So it's funny. Heather's over here listening. But uh, I used to, I, I still try to have her be my rough draft editor. So uh -huh. I'll make, I'll, I'll, like, I feel like I'll make her watch. Yeah. <laughs> 
here and there now. It used to be every single week I used to like ask her to do it. Yeah. And now I'm like seeing that she's like, I know what I'm doing. And she's kind of just, she doesn't mountain bike. So she kind of sees every video as the same. Yeah. So yeah. watch my intros just to make sure I don't look like an idiot, I feel like. And yeah. then like, it's just off to the riding, but I get it. So just, yeah. does your lady, does she, does she watch them now because she got in trouble or what? <laughs> I think I really, I mean, honestly, if I asked her, she wouldn't tell me the truth. I don't think. I think, <laughs> just, I think she watches them just so that, like I can't tease her about not watching them anymore because yeah. <laughs> and like I can't have her be like my um like uh I, I can't have her watch something like that, like what you were explaining, because yeah. her sense of humor and what she thinks is like she's like way more polite and PC than me. Mm-hmm. So like like she's like, you can't say that. That's so you're not coming like, from two different places. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, you can't do that. Like, you, people are gonna think you're an idiot. And I'm like, no, people. That's why they watch my channel. That's like, do you <laughs> remember why cool. you started dating me? Because you thought that was funny. Now that you've had it every day for ten years, you don't think it's fucking funny anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> tired of it. I get it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like so, it, it's just funny because her and I are like very different in that that aspect. Like, yeah. She she's definitely like more put together than me <laughs> yeah. like we're in the same boat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, so he laughs at me more than with me <laughs> probably yeah it's probably so what any anything uh any of those good laugh at at you moments lately uh i don't know if i can think of it let me tell you let me tell you what i did yeah. i don't remember if i talked about this on my podcast last week or not but um i was trimming my eyebrows and and the freaking the I have one of those those uh those trimmers that has like like the like it's not the clip that goes on that's like here's a number two and here's a number three like you know so it's like one yeah. that like slides on like click, yeah click, yeah click, click, do it. right so like I, I'm trimming my eyebrows like I always do and all of a sudden it's like <laughs> and I like took like half of my eyebrow off like you can't tell now it's like pretty much grown back but it's yeah. like. I took it down to like, like freaking cancer patient. And like, (laughs) so like my reaction is like, I'm standing in the shower laughing. And then she's like, what? And like, and then for like the next week, you know, we're just like, she's laughing at me all week long. That's great. I have, you just triggered my memory. So I've been cutting my own hair for a Uh long time. So I can't see the back. So I just take the scissors and start like, (laughs) it's just like, it's like before, I don't know if we were talking off camera or not. Like when I get organized, like I just go crazy, like start cutting Uh my hair. I'll take a little snip here, here, here. <laughs> and then in the back, I just grab and snap. So I always go to her as the gauge. It's not there now, but for the last two times I did it, there's just like huge chunks missing where <laughs> skin. And it's like somebody butchered the back of my head. So, I mean, that's where she's just like, I don't know yeah. why you do that. Just have, just come and get me next time. Yeah. I won't ever do it. I'll just keep going yeah. and cutting. She sounds just like Katie. She's like, why don't you just let me do it? I'm like, no, because like, let me, let me tell you, was it not priceless laughing at me all week long every time you saw me walk into a room? And she's like, yes, but I'm also embarrassed being in front of you, like beside you when we go places, you just don't care. And then I do. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a fashion statement if you don't know. (laughs) Right. I was like, (laughs) like, yeah. And so, and for me, like I'm, always looking for an opportunity to like razz somebody or something like that so if they say something like i'm gonna come up with some story like you know something stupid yeah man. i'm part of the clown posse man yeah <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean dude what's wrong with my eyebrow it's always been that way like <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for so. pointing it out i've been dealing with right? this yeah, yeah right oh my god my mom burned me with a frying pan when i was a kid thanks a lot 
You're such a jerk. <laughs> Why did you do this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do that way too too easily. And then uh yeah. So it, it's uh I just like messing with people. And then that I think that's the problem with her too, is like then she's like, she doesn't know when I'm messing around anymore, you know, because it's been <laughs> like, I'm like, we've been together for like over 10 years and you still don't like, you think that I was being serious right then? Yeah. She's like, no, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. I, I have the same bizarre conversations where I'm like, no, 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 this one's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really meant that. No. Right. Like uh, family therapy moments right now. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I thought this was um, a mountain bike podcast, Robert. Right. Yeah, man. You just got to get on here and talk, man. That's the thing. I That's the thing. When I started this podcast was I wanted to um, listen to another mountain bike podcast, you know, and so I got online and I started looking for mountain bike podcasts and the only ones that were on there were like, um, just like really like in, they got in the weeds a lot, you know, like Dude, about I, cranking torque newton meters or yeah. whatever the hell they yeah, are yeah, and like yeah the nanometers and the jumps yeah, rods. yeah i don't want to do that you know i just yeah. want to talk about bikes and and if the conversation doesn't go there then it doesn't go there and and um i enjoy that like part of having this this podcast and and doing this thing so yeah um, i guess we should probably talk about bikes with that being said right <laughs> No, so with that being said, one of the reasons I will just cut in, like I agree with you. Like I used to I listen to a lot of mountain bike podcasts, and not only do they go in the weeds, but they're talking about things that are over my head without explaining yeah. to me. Is yeah. that some of them ex expect the listener to know yeah. X amount of information, technical information, where yeah, don't you know, like and, and I don't want and, and if we do, if let's say I know everything about a skateboard, I don't want to talk about the bearing of the skateboard, yeah, right. skateboarding as a whole. Right. I think that's awesome about what you're doing. Yeah, it's just, you know, and I think that's so that's what that's why I started, you know, the, like yeah. the same reason I started my channel, like when, when I was watching BKXC, and I, I it was like, I was just getting into YouTube at the time. And, and I was like, man, I want to know more about him and less about like, this ride that he's doing. Right. Yeah. And so when I started my channel, I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna freaking like, I'm good at talking. That's what I, that's what I'm good at doing that. So mm -hmm. I'm just getting on here and talk all the time. So that way people really get to know me in like, because that's what, what I wanted to see, you, you, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like the same thing, like why I started my podcast it was like, this is what I want to hear and it's not happening. So I'm just going to go do it and assume that other people want the same thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So far, it seems like it's doing all right. I think you're doing <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. So we'll see, man. You never know, you know, like, this is funny. I was thinking about this earlier when we were talking, like, um, sometimes I get fed up and I'm like, screw this dude. I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to freaking tell everybody on Patreon. I'm freaking over it. And I'm just going to go ride bikes. And if I want to record some video, then I'll do that. And I'll just make a video for myself, mm -hmm. you know? And, and then like, like being a YouTuber is like really become part of who I am. Yeah. I was going to say, know? wouldn't you miss it yeah and so that's the thing that's the reason why i don't stop is yeah. because it's like i like it you know so it's yeah. like like i really enjoy making that video and reading all those comments and like responding yeah. to them and like being able to sit out in the garage six months later with my buddy getting you know time went on and watching us do that ride yeah. you know and like that's fun and um and that's why i can't stop you know yeah so um I'm with you. Like, I feel like that's what I mean. Say this thing doesn't work out right. Where I can't go full time and I get a job. I'll still be making videos. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like 
I still like the process. Maybe it won't be every week like I'm doing right now, but yeah, it will be a channel. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's it's that's what I mean. Like for you, for me, like this thing kind of has taken a hold and it's become part of our identity, mm -hmm. and uh, it's something I enjoy in my life. So I'm not gonna yeah. try to get rid of it. So you're doing weekly videos, is what you're doing? Yeah, I guess I thought about this a little bit ago. I haven't missed a week since the channel started. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that um, is enough time for you to do like, like a really good video? Or do you feel like you're like, just kind of like meeting the deadline every week? It depends. I think that the, there are the deadline videos where I'm just kind of like, this one's mm -hmm. just gonna be a, not a throwaway, but mm -hmm. just gonna be like, this is what I felt like doing this week. Mm -hmm. But what I've been starting to do is uh, I'll have, I've gotten ahead of the game. So mm -hmm. I'll be a few weeks ahead. So that a video that I really want to put some time into, I have the time mm -hmm. to make that one ex more exceptional. You know, mm -hmm. I really want to adapt to the quality over quantity, but I do want to do weekly videos. So I'm trying mm -hmm. to find the balance between that right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things where I, I've, you know, seen some of the bigger guys talk about, like, maybe it doesn't matter to do it every week if you can like, if you're yeah. spend, like, say it's, let's just say it for the point of the conversation, like it's every two weeks, but you're able mm -hmm. to like really make a video that gets 50,000 views instead of two videos that get 10,000 views. Yeah. You, you know, yep. like, so then, then is it worth it? And that's what I told myself whenever I was like going to one a month, but really what I do is like procrastinate for three weeks and then still do it. That's what I was going to mention next is because even in, in college or school, whatever, like I don't really start to get that motivation until the urgency kicks in. So for yeah. me, the week works because like you said, if I take a, two weeks off, I'm just going to wait till that yeah. anxiety of like, what are you doing yeah. and getting your crap together? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I like well do it week to week. Cause like Wednesday comes and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Right. You know, like, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. The pressure is the best motivation, right? You know, like, yeah. so yeah. And, and you know, it, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. There's a different, a bunch of different ways to look at it. I think what I've been trying to, to figure out is how I'm going to take what I learned from this weight loss vloggy thing that I've done and how I can apply that to my regular writing videos. And that's mm -hmm. what I've been spending time thinking about recently is like, I, I really like that, like connecting with the people in the vlog style of, Hey, I'm talking to you about this, like this. Um, and so I've been like, how do I, how do I do that? And, and, um, get back to like, you know, trail videos or, you know, writing yeah. videos or whatever. And so I think that you guys will all see, you know, that we'll see, we'll see how it plays out, you know, cause mm -hmm. I just really, I don't know. It's like, it, it kind of made me think about, you know, where I started and what I wanted like was to know more about the guy you know, and not necessarily the, the writing didn't really matter. Like it was like, that's what got me there. And that was fun to watch. But realistically, I'm watching the different people because I wanted to like learn about them and see what they right. were going through, you know? And so like doing this series over the last couple of months is really like, kind of like refocused me into that. Like, oh yeah, like that's, that's what you wanted, you know? And, yeah. and um, I actually watched one of my old videos the other night, my buddy like clicked on one of the old ones and I was like, man, that was really funny. Like, and I've changed my production style to something pretty polished, you know, 
over the last year probably yeah and um and and i realized like man i'm missing some of like that i'm not capturing who who i am as well as i was before you know you're writing too much maybe is that what you No, i don't think it's that i think it's like I don't know, man. I think maybe I'm trying to replicate. Uh, I was like trying to replicate some other people's style more, or I think part of it too is like um, I try tried to like 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 make my channel a little less vulgar, and um, and in doing that, I'm like you know watching what I'm saying, and I oh, think yeah. that that um, and I, I have a sailor mouth, like I always have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. Like, I think some of the stuff that I would say that was funny that I was capturing in my videos, like is mixed up in that stuff. And maybe it's like, not like the delivery is not the same or something. So either way, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm still being myself, but it, it's, um, it's just something I, I realized the other night when I was watching that video, I was like, that was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah. like, that was a zinger. Like I had been like so long since I had even watched it. So I didn't know it was just like, I was watching it like a like a regular person would be watching that video. And I was like, dude, that well, was great. You yeah, know? It, it looks like you learned something from watching your old videos, which is yeah. awesome. Usually they're cringeworthy and you're like, right. oh, like I need to bring that back again, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're watching yourself a little bit too much lately or yeah. something like that. Which definitely, I feel like that comes across uh, even, you know, for all of us, like for me, like, the more people that are watching, you're starting to think like, do I need to like change some things or not? But mm -hmm. in the end, I always think like, hey, this is why people originally started watching. So yeah, I tried to at least not do that as much as I can. But one thing I have done, I used to just make like 20 minute videos and uh, I've learned to try to cut that down in a yeah. positive way where there's not as much filler. So they're easier to watch. But yeah. I'm, I always worry that with doing that, I'm cutting out some of the good stuff too. Yeah. You know, like some of the stuff that maybe I would have left in before that could be like you said yeah funny or weird or, or just silly I'm yeah it. i always worry i'm chopping it too much you know yeah yeah i know i try to hit 15 minutes but um but i've gone through some too and it's like man it ended up being like 10 minutes and it was like you know what but this is actually a really good video yeah so i'm gonna leave it there and i think if i come to a point um there was one actually not too long ago that i did that it was like i don't know I want to say it was just like 18 minutes or something like that. And it was like, you know, you know, like that's what it took to actually tell the story that I was telling. So mm -hmm. I feel okay with that. And, um, and you see, you know, at the end of the day, dude, you'll see it on the analytics, whether or not it was right. You know? So, so it's kind of funny that way that it, it is what it is. Right. So, man, I was, we we're going to ask you something a second ago. Oh, do you ever want to go back and like, re-edit your old videos yeah i wish i could yeah but yeah I, mean, I would make a completely different video actually i've been thinking about doing that to one of mine i have yeah. this one video that like a lot of people really liked and mm -hmm. um because it was it was just funny it was like a funny day of me and my son and i like fell on the ground and like just all these things went wrong right yeah and but when i watch it now it's like all these like different cut points you know and um I've been, I've been always thinking about like going back and redoing, like, I honestly want to go back and redo every video I've ever done, but, but that's the one, like, whenever I'm like, okay, be realistic, you can do one Rob, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and I always think about that one. I'm like, could I make that video like a million times better 
or was it actually just good enough the way it was? You know, we should do it. I mean, because yeah. think about it, if it was that long ago, a lot of the people that have come on board now since then have never seen it. So right. it'd be a first watch. Right. You know? It would be cool. Like it say, like, hey, go watch the original. Let me know if you like this one better. Right. I don't know. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only problem is like now I would want to like have all these different like B-roll and like kind of different shots that like aren't there. So yeah. it's like, so well, I don't know, maybe I could just use some like different drone shots or something like that from yeah, that area or something, yeah. get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, for me, like I'm uh, such a perfectionist. So that was one of the things that was like beautiful about YouTube whenever I started is that like once you upload it like it's stuck like mm -hmm. like you can't go back and fix it because yeah. that was you know one of those things for me where it would be like oh i learned something new like let's say i i can't think of a good analogy right now but like that would be me like typically would be like okay go back and redo them all now because you learned how to do this you know and then it would just be like this compounding amount of work that i would have to oh yeah you know like all these so, videos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, for example, like, I don't know, let's say I change my logo. Like my personality is like, okay, now you got to go change all your thumbnails. Yep. You know, whenever it was 30 videos, that wasn't that hard. You know, mm -hmm. now it's like, you know, 200 videos. It's like, okay, well, dude, maybe it's, it's okay that the old ones have the old logo. Like that was the logo at the time, you, you know? So like for, for the video and, and YouTube, it was always really nice to like, put it up there and it was like it is what it is yeah, yeah. i think that's a good thing to seeing the history over time too and and even i i sort of look back on my videos or your videos like that's where we were then and that's how much we've grown like if you watch my first video till now and yours till now mm -hmm. look look at the growth i feel like the, yeah i know i got the 300 the like, growth was big dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, I hear you. I totally hear you there, dude. Yeah. Uh, so, so what what would you say to yourself, like, uh, like two years from now or something like that? What would I say to myself? Yeah. Um. I hope you're still as motivated as you are doing this, and if you yeah. ended up in a full time job, I hope it's not a nine to five that you hate. That's like yeah. my worst. My worst. I mean, I'm very angst. I'm very like I, yeah. I don't like the nine to five, but uh, I was fine doing it in an atmosphere that was uh, open-ended where I wasn't stuck in a cubicle, but like uh -huh. I get freaked out and kind of off if I'm stuck in a job I don't like. So it's, for uh -huh. me, it's just important to be happy with how I'm making a living. And I hope I don't get, cause I have, I've been in the opposite. I've been yeah. where I haven't been happy. So uh -huh. I just don't ever want to have to be forced to go back there and Hey, everybody goes through ups and downs and I'm sure I'll go through some again. Yeah. And if I do, I hope I learn from that again. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like um, I wish I could talk to myself two years from now and uh -huh. that person give me the knowledge that I, I should have now. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That would be helpful. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able you? to get to you wouldn't be able to get to be that person if you got that knowledge now. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I have to I have to grow to that. I have to learn and go through this stuff to get to that point, right? Yeah. I'm stuck on the Mr. Beast thing today, I guess. But like one, yeah. of, one of the things he did, he like, I, I think it's a really good idea. He recorded some videos where he set them for like five years from now to release. So what? and it was like him talking. So he like one of them that just came out was like five years ago, him telling himself like, this is where I want you to be whenever this video drops. 
just saw it the other day and it was That's like great. it was him like telling himself like you better be at a hundred thousand subscribers or like a million subscribers <laughs> i think that's what it was like you yeah. should you better be at a million subscribers by then and it's like no he's at 40 million subscribers was it <laughs> was it when was it when he was like getting going or was it before he hit his niche it was before it was like before he hit his niche it was like he oh, was wow. like because he started when he was like 12 so it was like when he was like yeah 17 i remember watching his like some of his i remember going back and seeing some of his old stuff just him talking to the to some cell phone with yeah like video game thing going on yeah. random nonsense and then yeah yeah years it took him right so maybe you know maybe that maybe we should do that you know make a video it's not of, a bad idea of uh Hold it. yeah he he recorded it edited it put it on there and just you know set the publish date for that day whatever it was two three years later you know some other level it's interesting because you watch him and he just seems kind of like this nonsense crazy weirdo and uh he's smarter than people give him credit for considering there's yeah. a uh, there's a guy I'm just going to throw this, this, this channel called Patty Holloway. And uh -huh. what he does is uh, he breaks down the bigger channels and the people behind them and what they do, how much money they make and how their strategy has worked for them. Mm -hmm. And he does Mr. Beast one you should check out. It does a breakdown of how he makes money, what he's done to get where he is it's mm -hmm. step by step. And it's like super helpful for other YouTubers. He did That's he does interesting. with PewDiePie, Mr. Beast, um, all the all the bigger channels. And it's yeah. like super informative. It's like something you can take little nuggets from that video and be like, yeah. apply it to your own life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's one of the questions I always ask when we're wrapping up because we're we're pretty much there. It's been two hours, believe it or not. Yeah. Like, wow. what, what are some of the other channels that you watch? Uh, Whether yeah, they're mountain bike or not, you know. Uh, I like I like the Lone Ranger. He's always got something cool going on. He's got your story. Um, BC POV. I was yeah lucky enough to do a bunch of riding with them when they were in SoCal with with uh, Eric and Yuka. I really like like I, there's something about his videos that stayed with me because. I, I just like the the you know what you're gonna get from it, mm -hmm. and even though you get the, the know what you're gonna get from it, he's always doing something different. I don't know if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. Like he's got his he's got his formula, but within the formula, he's always adding some crazy yeah. stuff, like some gnarly trail or like some stuff where you're just like he's just kind of like riding along, and it's just like a normal video, but he's doing like the steepest ride of his life, and you're just like, yeah. how is this just like a normal? <laughs> I don't know. Right, um, right. I, that's one of those channels that I didn't subscribe to for a long time. Like, really? I, but every time I watched this video, I'd be like, "Man, these are really good." And then I was like, one day I was like, "Why am I not subscribed?" Yeah, but I go through these things where I like unsubscribe from every channel too. I'm like, "Yo, you do?" Like, like I get irritated with the algorithm or whatever it is, like <laughs> sending me like whatever videos. I'm like, "That's it. I'm unsubscribing from everything." <laughs> and then that way I can just choose what I want to see. Yeah. And then like six months later, I like have re-added them all back. But like, yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I've been getting into with some weird stuff with like I've been watching the Ciro Gordo series. There's a guy that bought a ghost town out in De Death Valley. Oh and, wow! Uh, he does like a, a weekly vlog where he goes down deep into the mines, uh -huh. and then you know what that you know what the algorithm does with that, right? And all of a sudden now I get recommended a gazillion going down into mine videos. So yeah, yeah. Careful on what you subscribe to because you're going to get a million of those recommendations, but. It's cool. Like, so if you look at my subscription feed, it's mixed with mountain bike videos and just other random stuff like uh -huh. that. So I can't just watch mountain bike 
YouTubes every single day. I'm just going to get burnt. So, so your mountain bike channel, like when you subscribe to stuff, you, you subscribe to like, would I, like you don't have like a personal like YouTube account that you subscribe. So to I do. So there, I have, I have the outsider, but when I watch it on my Apple TV, it's my personal account. Uh -huh. And I, don't, I didn't mean to do it that way, but that's why sometimes I don't comment a lot of people's videos I watch because yeah. I'm watching it on my personal Gmail on, on my subscription. So, I mean, yeah. I, I subscribe to all of our, yeah. all everybody's major channels. I really yeah, like yeah. that, obviously, but like, there's a lot of stuff in there. And I, I subscribe to some skateboard stuff, some uh -huh. obviously ghost town stuff. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I watch some guys. Stuff. I watch some guys like, I don't know, one, one week I went on a kick where there's like these people that go to like old buildings and like crawl through them and like, yeah. just like, Sort of reminded me of what you were saying, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, wow, how did I end up in this? Now that's what I did for a week, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go down through the wormhole and you're like, I know what right? about this thing. Yeah. There's some fun stuff out there, though. There really is. And like, that, that's why I like asking that question, because like, yeah. like that ghost town guy, like, for example. Yeah. Like, that, well, and also, too, like, what I like to do when I watch other channels are outside of mountain biking, they give you ideas to bring in your channel. Because, you know, a lot of the times the mountain bike channels, we are doing something similar. Mm -hmm. um but it's good to get like an outside cultural let's bring something like that into this you know yeah yeah totally little, little refreshers i guess yeah when i was saying earlier about freaking like the like and subscribe thing like what the channel that i was thinking about was first we feast the ones that do hot ones oh yeah and, that's one for sure yeah yeah and and he always has like these like really handy ways of like telling people to subscribe or like whatever and it's like oh, dude i just like it you know so it's like things like that mm -hmm. you can pick that up and yeah run with it so totally right on man dude thanks so much for for kicking it with me for here two hours on on a sunday man it was a lot of fun thanks, chatting. thanks for having me man i'm happy to be here yeah, yeah. yeah right great. on man so everybody if you guys uh hung out for the whole time right on man thanks a lot like and subscribe for sure like we've only said it about we had like 16 conversations about it yeah so if you're listening to on a podcast, do the same thing, write a review. I like, I like reading them. And, um, I only read the ones on the Apple, Apple website. So if you guys write enough of them somewhere else, maybe I'll catch wind of it. Check those out. But if you're listening on Apple, I'll definitely read that one. Um, otherwise, like I said at the beginning, man, I really appreciate all you guys out there on Patreon. If you guys are thinking about it, do definitely do it. It really helps the channel a lot. Um, it, it uh, like, it, it it definitely keeps things going. Let's just put it that way. And like that beer fridge doesn't fill up by itself. So you guys are doing a, doing a good service there. And then last and but not least, you know, it only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one. <laughs>